Bones until you're retarded. But I don't like being exposed. And don't do stupid things. Don't lie. Smooth terrorist. <laughs> Shut up, gaslighter! That's rich coming from you. <laughs> I've only been gaslighting people for this whole time, and now it's blowing up in my face, and I really don't fucking appreciate it! I bet not. It's, um, word to the wise, it's going to get a lot worse, and it's going to go on for a long, way longer than you're prepared to deal with. That's for fucking sure. You couldn't handle 2% of what I've had to put up with, buddy. You are going, you are fucking in for it. All is, you're all in for it now. And uh, couldn't have happened to a nicer uh, bunch of people, a nicer uh, group of folks that just have no. Larry! Keep your friends away. Couldn't happen to a nicer group of, of people, I think. Uh, we'll get to that. I'm going to read some of these messages and then, uh, we'll get going. Interestingly, I did not know this, but I guess this is what happens now on Rumble. Walk in style. I guess this is this guy's name. You get your messages highlighted if you're like a channel subscriber. Am I still bleeding? I just shaved and it was a mess. Um, but he does. So I think that's what's going on. That's why his are all like that. So thanks, man. I appreciate it. Simone de Biguet says, uh, fuck you, Mick. Gun by knife. And then Slash going the other way. It's okay. I think he's French. <laughs> it's all right. It's, it's okay. We, li- we like the French, you know? My kids are half French. It's, it's, it's good. It's okay. Uh, Scarecrow says, I spent the past few weeks getting out of the double giant for a change, visiting family and such. Time to pass on the highway. I repeated variations of gun bomb, knife, knife bomb gun over and over as fast as I could. <laughs> that is a weird way to pass the time. Yeah, cams can't stop. You guys are having a good day. I'm, we're all having a good time. And he, he goes on and says, this caused me to burst out laughing at the Irving Big Stop and drew a few concerned looks. It's okay. It's Canada. Everyone's insane. Everyone's on pills. Don't, like, everyone's... The majority of people walking around are mentally ill. That's a statistical fact that you can lean on with 100% certainty. Over, over half of the people that you see in public are on some kind of drugs because their brain is... Because they're fucked, right? They're not doing good. Uh, so... Just keep that in mind, you know. It's like, oh, why is that guy laughing out loud? Why why did you cut your dick off and change your name to Susan? Why anything? You know? Don't why are you even asking? That's the a man just laughing is probably the least worrying thing I've seen in quite a while. That's I would that that would be nice. I would like to see some laughter 
and some smiles around this country. For you know, it's rare. You don't see those off. It's a lot more scowling, uh, the blank, dead. You know, I'm booster that kind of stare. Uh, Fauci, <laughs> refugees, like just broken soundboards. A plane hit the Pentagon. Retards says, "Kill the lies." That's a that's a wild one. That's a weird one. But there is pictures of uh, pieces of a plane of something. Um, there are identifiable pieces of fuselage and engine parts and landing gears and shit like that. So something did. But regardless, I don't like you know. I talked a lot about the nine eleven stuff on Monday, and you don't want to get back into it's a it's a very personal subject, you know. I wasn't there, but it did it did have a significant significant serious. You try to talk faster than you think, and words become you know one on the way out the pipeline. It was a very significant event for my for me personally because I ended up fighting in a war over it that had nothing to do with anything, and I nearly died. Most of my a lot of my friends did, but. You know, and now there's lots of kvetching over it. I just, you had to anticipate this. If you're like, hey, guy, let's lie to an entire generation of young men and get them all gassed up to go kill uh, Muslims because Islam has attacked our nations and our way of life. And it's basically a holy war. And like, I, I, they can gaslight, you know, speaking of, and say like that never had, just like they're doing now with COVID. Nobody forced you. Nobody, nobody, they'll say that's not what it was, but that's what it was. Go back to the news footage from 2002, 2001, 2003. And, uh, ask yourself what, how that would be interpreted today in 2023, if it was on the news right now. And I mean, CNN, I don't mean, you know, internet blowhards. I mean, CNN, were making these kinds of inferences and so on. And, uh, you know, uh, turns out it was nonsense and it was just a completely contrived war by a third party in order to achieve ulterior motives. So as you can imagine, as someone that was uh, committed to that, I find that I found that quite upsetting to learn that that was, uh, I was, you know, engaged under false pretenses and uh, I'm upset about it, you know, being turned into a golem and all. I don't like that. And, uh, you know, you, you should plan for when, if you're going to do this, that, you know, you have a contingency. I know they are trying to kill us as fast as possible. We've got made. We've got all the pills. We've got all the encouragement from the government to kill ourselves and so on. So a lot of guys are dead. They did get rid of most of us. If you weren't killed in action, uh, there is almost... Uh, an equal chance you wouldn't survive just being alive over the next 10 years. Statistically, that's uh, that's the case. Many guys will then go on to kill themselves. More have done that since we're even killed in the war to begin with. And then, of course, the third string, uh, if we can't get you that way, then we'll just slowly murder you through you know, insane amounts of pills and psychotropic, just garbage that we're going to dump on you from pharmaceutical companies that get the green light from the government to do it because we don't give a shit about you. Yeah, I've got a lot of reasons to be upset with this regime, with this government, with these people, with these politicians, and for you to gaslight me and act like I'm crazy and talk to me like I'm crazy. No, motherfucker. You guys tried to bend reality around me, and in every instance, I rebuked you. You tried to turn me into something I never was, and you failed! And now, and now, and now, now, now it's autopsy time. What do you think the autopsy's going to say? And I love this the the re, the, the reing and the screeching. Yeah, I like the, the sound of freedom. Uh, uh, Matt came up with it. East Coast Canadian came up with that. I was like, that is too good of a title not to use. I kind of wasn't even going to stream, and I was like, I kind of have to now because of that title is is amazing. You know, the kvetching and the and the screeching over this now 
has on like I mean it's on Yahoo Finance like this goes right to your desktop if you have a Windows computer for God's sake it's everywhere now um, I think a quarter million views on Twitter or something but yeah kind of hard to get around this and and you see them being like oh well that's just oh, of course they would say that say, say uh, I'm sorry of course who would say what are you suggesting that uh, Kareem Assad is a biased propagandist because you understand she's basing her um, assertions on 1,100 pages of government documents, police documents, police investigation comments and queries about me specifically. Not even just in general about sort of something. I mean specifically me. Specifically my friends. Specifically the Freedom Convoy. And what do those police say? They say there is no threat. There is nothing to worry about. There is nothing that corroborates anti-hate's version of events and, and narrative for which they are the only source of all of these allegations which have been copied and pasted and fed into a fun game of telephone that the media of Canada did. They're very, very lazy. Which has then produced this wonderful conclusion to where now, finally, you know, the cake is done. Ding! It's time to, it's time to eat your fucking cake! Re and they're trying to misdirect this and blah. Well, he, well, he said this before. Uh, we're not. We're not talking about who said what and when and after the convoy. By the way, this is about your attempt to frame a Canadian citizen, a war veteran with no criminal record, by the way, who simply had some things to say. We're going to twist him into some kind of nefarious terrorist. We're going to destroy his reputation and his life and his friends and family in the process if we have to, and we'll do this. Under the impetus of political messaging, we're going to be a political uh, lobby hack job to, you know, create boogeymen, create problems to then help foster, prop up and fuel up and gas up the liberal regime. That's what you decided you were going to fucking do. And you're going to tell me that I'm the problem. How many wars did you fight in for Canada? Or do you just pretend to do them on the Internet when you're LARPing? When you're LARPing as a fucking... A Russian prostitute named Anya. Very cute. Who's having, trying to engage in very detailed uh, sexual online discourse with Paul Fromm. Trying to elicit fantasies about being sodomized by Paul Fromm on the internet. That's what Kurt Phillips was doing. This is what he does with his time when he's not ruining the lives of Eliza Hadigan and others. He's currently teaching high school kids. In Drumheller, Alberta, by the way. I think St. Anthony's, is that the name of the school? Something like that. Something like that. So that's what he's doing in, in, in his extracurricular time. Uh, and the government saw fit to give these kinds of people uh, lots of money. Lots of money. The liberal government decided to give these people lots of money. And here's where you know it gets interesting if you're one of these few. I don't know why. I think maybe they think I'm going to come around or I'm going to snap out of it. It, you're wrong, conservative party supporters. It is you who are going to come around and snap out of it. <laughs> you will join me in the lair. Yeah, I am not coming to your gay pancake, you know, funhouse circle jerk with Melissa and, and the rest of them and PP. It's never happening. It's not going to happen. You guys are ridiculous. However, these people, this regime that did this, you can say, oh, geez, that's awful. They did that to a guy. But yeah, but they're mean and they're rude. They've speared you, 
numerous times through this exact same engine of hatred that they create this animus you know it pumps out an you know a doom cloud around whoever they want to spray it on like their own their own perfume fragrance to heaven and they just spray it on people you know and then other people look at you and go oh you're awful why what did i do i don't know i heard something i saw a twitter thread See, they think they are researchers and journalists because they have, uh, well, first there's a tweet thread emoji, so you know it's serious. And then they go on for 20, 30 tweets in a row as a professional researcher and expert and journalist. But what Karima has done, and combing through, again, 1,100 pages of government documents and police investigation reports and emails and all of these kinds of things, and somehow uh, in just five or six days put together an 85-page, meticulously detailed expose with receipts. No, that's that's how you do, like, that's how you tell a story front to end with footnotes and references and screenshots and pictures in full context. That's what you do. You don't put a tweet thread emoji and a 20-second video clip and call yourself anything other than an asshole. That's who you are. You're not a journalist, you're not a researcher, you're not an expert, you're not anything. You're a bunch of incel closet homosexuals with a chip on your shoulder. And you attack superior men than yourself, which is almost everyone in the country, so there's no shortage of targets. I'm one of the louder ones, so it naturally, you know, like the peacock that I am, I've drawn you into into my realm. And you refuse to leave. It's voluntary. You can leave at any time. Nobody forces you. But you just fucking can't, can you? You got to watch everything we do, everything we say all the time. In fact, to even stalk and and listen, go join it. It's awesome. There's lots of cool people in there. Some of them are mentally completely out of their minds. It's, it's a circus. It keeps you on your toes. It's good training for the internet internet world. You know, don't send your kids. It's, I mean, it's good training for professionals already. Don't, don't send, under, you, you'll traumatize them. T.me slash Diagalon Prime is the community page. You can go and, you know, find some people in there. And it's public. They act like these are, oh, look what they're doing in secret. These are, this is a public chat room with 3,000 people in it. Okay. Thousands, 3,000 users. And some of those are, are these troll goblin people. And they pretend like, you know. And somebody gets a picture of poor Rachel. Poor poor Rachel's in the news again by her own doing. Oh, wait, she's not in the news, and she isn't the news. She's um, very graciously doing her little best to drag herself along underneath the very tall shadow that I apparently cast over all of these people. She wants to stay in that, you know, near that as much as she can, so she went out of her way to do this. But anyway... Some people spotted her downtown and took a picture of her, and they were laughing about it in the in the in the group chat. And like, oh my god, I'm being stalked and harassed. These fucking people. Uh, actually, she got exactly what she wanted, and uh, that's attention. This is what she was wearing. Actually, and uh, there she is. The funny part about this is that again, oh, she's oh my god, I can't even. Do you know where this is? This. Where this, where this incident, the stalking and the fucking abuse took place is just out. Well, first, this is who took this particular shot was Chris Dacey. Why would Chris Dacey be taking pictures of Rachel Gilmore? Where is Chris Dacey right now? All right, Chris Dacey is outside the courthouse in Ottawa covering the Tamara Litch and Chris Barber trial. Do you think Rachel knows that? 
Do you think on break around lunchtime when this happened, there was a gaggle of people hanging out, chilling outside the courtroom, and she thought maybe I'm I'm just going to stroll through not wearing pants for some reason in my fucking, you know, skin-tight booty shorts with a bag. I've, I mean... A handbag uh, that says, be a slut, do whatever you want. I'm not kidding. She unironically dressed herself, put herself in the view, intentionally, of many people with cameras who she knew were going to recognize her, who she was pretty sure would say something, so she'd have something to talk about herself. Can you imagine this woman? Unfucking real. This woman is unreal, man. Just naked narcissism. Literally, she's not wearing clothes. She's not wearing clothes. I've da- women I've dated have th- that's their underwear. That's what they. That's it. Like after that, you're 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 down to business. You know? Are you wearing underwear in the street with a bag that says "Be a slut, do whatever you want." And Tony's right in there, a white nighter. Thank you for keeping me safe, Tony. Oh my God. If you only knew. (laughs) Has Tony introduced you to Anya yet, Rachel? Maybe you can help out with some of his investigations. Be a slut. Do whatever you want. I mean, this just gets better. So September 11th, obviously a very somber day. A day we should all remember forever. Not just for the lives lost and so on. I find that hollow. I find that um, a half measure, and I find that very cucked, to be honest, when people build memorials or create memorials around things, and you're like, what is this memorial? I've come to learn of your memorial. What is it? What am I to learn upon seeing this? This is the to remember all the people that died. And people die every day. Why is this special? Well, it was a lot. So, I mean, fucking sometimes like 20,000 people get killed in an afternoon in a war. Like, again, why is it special? It's just thoughts and prayers, okay? Okay, so there's nothing really to this, is there? No, no. Remember the people, yes, but how do you... What's better than remembering the people is honoring the people, honoring their memories and doing something that they would have wanted you to do in their stead. Like I would want, like I'm sure many of you would want. I'm going to die tomorrow. if I, I'm not going to make it. Please do this for me. If I, I have one wish... Do this, do that, do something. Don't just fucking sit there and set a Facebook filter and fill your face with cheese. That's dishonoring me, and that's treating me like a fucking joke. Like my life never mattered at all, that you can just go back to your life. So I have never stopped yelling at these lying, murderous pieces of shit because of that. Because that's how I honor these people and all the boys we left over there in the sand. Literally in pieces. Like one guy vaporized in front of me. I don't know what happened. He's he's gone. They found his foot. At least. Buried a foot. What's more important than thoughts and prayers and memories is this happened and this is why it happened. And here's why we need to remember this so we never let this kind of shit ever happen again. Oh, good lesson. This is what happens when you just blindly do whatever the government says. This is what happens when you don't ask questions. When you just sit there blind, dumb, stupid, and drunk and do whatever you want and be a slut and do whatever you want.
and you lose track of what's going on and you're not paying attention and the government starts running away with the uh, reins of power, that's your that's the consequences to apathy. Those monuments, those 9-11 monuments, should be a monument to... Those people are dead because we fucked up. We got lazy, and we let them run away with the ball. Our bad. We should have kept a closer eye on things. We should have kept We should have kept these people's feet to the fire much closer than we did, because if we did, you'd still have the World Trade Center, and those people would still be alive, and they'd have grandchildren, great-grandchildren, America would still be whole. You know, pretty, when you think about it, pretty rotten wound that was, wasn't it? Those are the things you should be thinking about on 9-11. Not fucking thoughts and prayers, hashtag Facebook filter, move on to the next Kyler Jenner story. (laughs) 9-11 rants, complete. (laughs) But then, September 12th is, of course... Now, uh, we've decided, well, Cam decided, and obviously it's unanimous, we can't, I mean, nobody's even going to question it. September 12th is now known as Karima Day, and it's obviously going to be a long weekend, and whatever this falls on, the 11th, 12th, 13th, from now on, you're allowed to do whatever you, you're allowed to be a slut and do whatever you want, because it's a long weekend, because the 13th is now Milkshake Day. And we'll just, (laughs) listen, if we're going to be a real fake country... We need we need more holidays. We need more lore. We still gotta fill out the calendar, guys. We need history. We gotta you know we gotta plug some dates in. And you know what? It's not Rachel's fault, guys. It's not her fault. She had to use that ridiculously self-own of a bag. Listen, she got fired from Global News because she got sued by James Tom, and that's all she has left. So you know. Now this is one inside one world to collide. Are you ready to go? Got it, I'm ready to go. Why do you wanna do, baby, baby? Are you going with me? Got it, I'm going with you. That's the end of all time. Got a little sip there. Make the motivate you. Don't need to fly all this fierce style. Although we are, then you feels good, man. Scarecrow says, very impressed with Karima's article so far. She's a very good writer. Says it reads like Cy Hirsch and Tom Clancy rolled into one. It's a pretty crazy story, but that is the most accurate and most, uh, I don't, somebody's going to have a real hard time topping that uh, detailed version of that story. Of this story, of our story, really. And, uh, yeah, it is very well written. It's very well done. And I had a number of people reach out to me and say, this is this is one of the most compelling things I've read in a long time. About a, you know, because you know what we've, you know what we're used to? Is Rachel. You have some, you know, hoe with her titties out. Stop looking at me and objectifying me. You're not wearing clothes. Make up your mind, you know. <laughs> you notice how no one ever objectifies, like, the Mormon women? You'd ever see sluts of Jacob or whatever that, what are they, Joseph Smith, Joseph Smith's slut house nine, you don't ever see that. So there's a range is what I'm saying, and I think you're really far on that range to one degree, and you seem to think you're actually way somewhere else when you're not, you're actually dressed like a prostitute. Like, then when the next step is no clothes, 
Yeah, yeah, you're a hooker. Like, that's the point. That's like, that's why hookers did that. So men would stop and notice them and go, holy shit! And they'd be like, yeah, you want the rest? It'll be a hundred bucks. And they go, fuck, well, I don't know. Like, it, you know? That's where it comes from. So when we used to say, that's slut shaming. Well, yeah, because it, yeah. Aren't, aren't you supposed to? <laughs> there's, there's, you know, being a little, uh-oh, a little risque. You're trying to attract attention. You're trying to, okay, fine. You're trying to piss somebody off. Whatever, you go, do whatever you're going to do. But then, you know, that quickly rolls over to like, <laughs> I'll suck your dick for a quarter. Like, whoa. You know, it's it's subtle. You know, you got to be careful with it. But um I, I really liked, uh, you know, why am I why am I trying to describe this really? You know, I, I should let another woman tell you exactly uh, what's going on here. And I, again, I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Let's see what the women think. Girl, you knew what you were doing walking by that courthouse. You knew exactly who would be out there. You did it on purpose because it's the only way you stay relevant. Day off, you don't have a fucking job unless, of course, you're on the Canadian Anti-Hate Network's payroll, which is highly likely. I think she works for free. She does it for free. She doesn't. I'll do it for free. I know you will. Be a slut. (laughs) Also, stop making a mockery of women's safety in Canadian cities because it is actually a risk. I have been robbed, stalked, verbally assaulted, intimidated by immigrant men just in the last three weeks getting home from an honest job. You know, the RCMP was just leaked out as saying that Diaglon is not a threat or a far-right extremist group, so it looks like you have nothing to fucking report on, bitch. Get a real job. Give it up. You're a shame. You're disgusting. Leave us alone. Girl. It's not looking good, Rach. I tried to reach out for some female support. You know, I'm a, clearly a misogynist pig. Women, all women hate me, obviously. They all clearly, you can ask all of the ones that are around for some reason, you know, in the community. <laughs> and uh, I thought, you know, I'll ask, well, well, maybe you'll see what one of them has to say. I, I actually saw her video before I sat down and said anything. So, like, most of those talking points were, I was like, those are good points. I didn't even, I wasn't paying attention. I saw that this happened. I'm like, oh, my God, what does this idiot want? Who cares? I don't care, you know? And then uh, I'm like, oh, so it's much worse. I legitimately believed that she was a better person than she is. That's the real story here. Uh, you know, Jeremy McKenzie thought Rachel Gilmore was actually better than she even is. Like he thought she was a better person. That's what he was wrong about. I thought she had legitimately someone had just snapped a photo of her on a street like in the, you know, just out randomly and put it on the Internet to be like, like it's some kind of paparazzi thing. And at first I was kind of like. I mean, whatever. But no. No, it wasn't just any place. She decided that she had to go parade her fucking, her cute little outfit about being a slut around the steps of the fucking courthouse where the highest profile political trial is happening in fucking, I don't know, since Paul Bernardo. Like, when's the last time? (laughs) Yeah, it's all total coincidence. No, I don't feel bad. Never mind. She's even worse than I thought. Because I didn't think she would do that. I didn't think she was that depraved. Like, I fucking need attention. She needs a hit of attention like junkies need a fucking hit of fentanyl, dude. (sighs) And here's the sadder part. The real tragic arc to the Rachel story is that if any part of her actually wanted to be a journalist, she probably could have. She probably could have done that. And if she had not listened 
and this is going to be a theme for not just tonight, but probably for the rest of my life. I'm going to probably remind you of this. So for many, many years. The theme here. When a goblin creature scurries up to your door and and claws at the screen door trying to get in and is gnawing at it, that's, well, first of all, a very disrespectful animal that doesn't fear you at all and is just trying to get right into your house. It can smell you. It knows you're in there. It's like, fuck that loser. What's he going to do? I'm just going to come right in his house and eat his shit right away. I don't like that kind of creature. And then when you go to confront it, it doesn't even go, oh, no, I'm caught. It goes, <laughs> you know, it, it, it like, ah, like it's going to threaten me now. You're going to threaten me, little goblin creature. How dare you? That's not something you let in and feed supper and ask, you know, what should I do? When the anti-hate network people got their hooks into you and you decided to start quoting them and bringing them into your stores, do you understand that they destroyed your career? Because they led you down. I'm being 100% sincere here right now, by the way. I was just being mean earlier for the sake of making everyone else laugh and you know hurting your feelings because it kind of makes me feel good. It honestly does because you're a really, really mean person and you've done a lot of horrible things to a lot of people with the uh, senselessly reckless things you've said and done. So you know you kind of you deserve it. So I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel like it's uncalled for at all. Actually, I think I could do way worse. Uh, the audience knows that I could, and you never know. You know, it, it could come to that. Let's let's hope not. <laughs> but for the, in the meantime, uh, they they ruined your career. They really did. Um, you could have had a good thing going. You could have found some kind of niche in like TikTok videos for people or, you know, short form, three minute summary. I mean, that is the way social media is going and people don't, you know, for the low IQ, honestly, for the people that don't really want to know what's going on, they just want to be told what everybody else thinks so they can just fit in. That's what you would have been doing. And you could have been still doing that right now. You probably have a pay raise by now because it'd be a couple of years at the at the place, right? But you you took the poison pill. You let the goblin creature in, and you did what it told you to do, and you listened to its lies, and where are you now? Let's compare this to everything else the goblin people, every, everyone else that they've done this to. And you'll start to see there's quite a long list of destroyed people that let Dracula into the house. You don't do that. You don't do that. In fact, when you reached out to me, and I actually went, you know what? I'm going to give this girl a chance. Hand to God. I published it all on my Substack anyway, but I was going up the stairs. I went, no, you know what? I stopped just like that. I was like, I'm going to do this right now. And I took an hour and a half and crafted a very thoughtful response to you, to your questions. And I explained all of this right now. I challenge anyone that thinks I'm full of shit, go back on my Substack and find it. April of last year, I think. Around uh, April, April, May of, of last year. I explained all of this to her. I opened the door to this whole thing. I said, here's what's really going on. No, this is what I think. No, that's incorrect. This is what I said. This is who I am. This is what we're doing. And you know what she did? Delete. And just kept going with the goblin people because she wanted to, so they, you know, I don't know. Did they pay her? I don't know. But there was a point in time when Rachel asked me 
what my side of it was. And I told her, and she never spoke to me again and continued to lie about me. So I fucking laid into her. So if anybody thinks, oh, that guy's so mean. No, no, there's a story here you're not catching. And now today, well, as of yesterday, but over the last 24 hours, this story unfolding, hate gate, hashtag hate gate. I encourage you to use that. I think everyone in the world should see this. In fact, the Americans are starting to dig into it now, and that's very fun. Hategate.ca, this story that's coming out now. Rachel could have had this story. All I was looking for, all I needed was one honest person to just hear me out like a human being. I'm not a perfect person. We're not going to agree on everything. Some of the things you think are, you think I'm crazy. That's crazy the thing to think. Some of the things I think that you think I think are crazy. A lot of thinking's going on. But we can still be friends, right? That isn't a reason to not have a relationship with another person that you get along with otherwise. That's stupid. That's extremism. That's just idiot thinking. That's a waste of resources. This is a whole person that could help me. We could have a, you know experiences together. Who knows where this could go? Or, no, I closed the door to all of that because I don't like one thing they thought about this one time. Or so, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's silly. Unless it's, you know, they're like, I think people should be able to eat children. Like, well, okay, no. That's, that's a deal breaker, right? The deal breakers exist. But, you know, you shouldn't have that many deal breakers that you can't just talk to another person like a human being, you know, kind of eye to eye and hear them out and make a judgment call, you know? Here's all the facts. Here's everything I have. Here's all the. Here's my side of it. I'm very confident this is correct. Here you go. What do you think? There has only been like three fucking people that have been willing to do that so far. And even uh, some of the ones that... Well, one, another one, Toronto Star, just... Nope, never mind. That one took me probably two hours. <laughs> you know, that was even longer. That was much, that was more recently. That was, uh, oh man, was that, uh, I'd have to ask Morgan, either right after I got out of jail? Maybe? No answer. Man, that's got to be frustrating for some of these fucking losers, hey? All anybody had to do was ask, and nobody wanted to. And that was the symptom all the way across the media. And apparently the police. Did anybody check any of this, even once? No. Literally no. (laughs) Whoa, boy. I remember musing that this was possible. Is it possible that this is what's going on? I again, the audience will tell you. There are people that have been thousands of people that have been watching this for years and saw the whole thing and watched every episode. There's not a ton of them, but there's probably a hundred. There's probably a hundred people you could ask, at least. It may be more than that. I'm just being conservative and like <laughs> that watch like pretty much every episode. And I know that because I see them every night for years, and they'll remember and they'll tell you. Yeah. We've been saying this for years. I said, I wonder. They're the terrorists. And they're trying to turn this into like, but also they said this this one time. No, 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 no. You you created a terrorist narrative on purpose and encouraged law enforcement with your government connections to hunt us like animals. And they did. And you celebrated it. And now you got caught 
And it's the police's fault. Really? Fucking really? Because here's something you probably else are not going to expect with your twisted, warped little fucking Dracula brains. You guys just can't think, can you? You're really not that smart at the end of the day. You just have a lot of money. And I mean, it's like a handicap, right? It's like giving a, a, a seven-year-old a machine gun versus a full-grown man, you know, who's got his hands tied behind his back. <laughs> like, you know, it's a it's a handicap. It's, you're, but you're not more power. You're just really, you just have a lot of money. I mean, you're really stupid, apparently, that you thought this would this would work. So here's the thing, and here's why this is this works for me logically, and why some humility is required, and that's how I know it's the right call. In this specific instance, anyway. As it goes, now Caesars can totally get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> they helped, you know, they've made this worse and they knew better and they fucking did it anyway. Oh yeah. You're busted, son. It's in black and white. What are you going to say? Anyway, fuck them. But the police now, how could they make such a stupid mistake? How could they? it had to be malicious? They were in on it. Sounded like there was some personal bias here and there. But for the most part, no. They were legitimately tricked and just simply believed what someone told them because they were used to, like, well, if they said so, it must be. Who would lie about such a thing is what the police thought. And do you know how I know that's what they thought? It's because that's what I thought. When I was a government stooge, except the lie that I believed had us killing people and watching children burn alive. So count yourselves lucky that you only got tricked to this degree where you put me and a few other people in jail. Uh, you know, you wasted a lot of money, right? Uh, you did a lot of damage to your reputation and all of that, but holy shit, could it have been a lot worse, though? Imagine uh, you go to raid some of these houses and these guys are so spooked, like somebody gets fucking killed, Right? And then this comes out and you're like, oh shit, you were firing these people up and scaring them and coming after them for no, and they were like legitimately afraid you were going to, oh, all for nothing, all for a lie. How would you fucking feel about that? Probably not very good, right? Probably a lot like how I felt about what we've done and what I had to, you know, be part of. And what still goes on today, knowing that. Oh, who else died? Oh, Jimmy's dead. Right on. Keeps going. Just forever. Till you're dead. Never goes away. <clears throat> so, having said that, I believe I am qualified to empathize and put myself in that position of, say, an RCMP inspector and be like, Oh, get the whiskey, you know? I've been there. I'm not an infallible person. I can be tricked. I can be lied to, and I can make mistakes, bad ones like that. So, yeah, I can I can believe that. 
I can see that. I can see that situation playing out and, and going, yep, because it wasn't even just me. There was a whole crew of us, and we were all drunk on the Kool-Aid because we trusted the people that were telling us what was going on. Why would they lie to us? We're the good guys. They don't need to lie to us. We just want to help. Right? I fucking know you better than you people know. I am you. We're the same. And that's how I know that they're fucked sooner or later because they're going to run out of the good people that actually wanted to be in authority positions, be, you know, cops, investigators for the for the right reasons. You know, they did. They exist. But those people are getting pushed out. And soon they're only going to be left with goblin stooge people and they're idiots and they can't do anything right. Obviously. So, you know, long term stretch. I like I like the forecast. I don't know. I think I'm being fair. What do you guys think? <laughs> Let me know in the the money box where you throw money in and I read them. <laughs> That's what one of them described it as. We believe he's receiving moneyed notes and reading them to the audience. <laughs> Imagine how fucking pissed off you would be right now. Imagine how upset Matthew Desjardins is right now. Matthew doesn't know this yet, but he and I are going to be really good friends someday. And Ashley and Candy, well, probably not Candy. Candy was a little, she seems a little psychotic. And she spells her name with a K. You can't trust a cop named named after a, like a stripper, like Candy with a K? I don't know. I, you know, I don't, I don't like that. But as for the rest of them, you know? No, no, it's not candy with a Y, Anderson. It's K-A-N-D-I. It feels like sometimes I bet she signs her name with like a smiley face above the I instead of just, you know? She does cutesy things with her name when she's a little heart instead of the dot over the I. Like, oh, aren't you special candy, you know? I don't know if we're going to be friends, but the rest of them, the normal ones, you know? How fucking mad would you be? And they're now reliving this because these documents are over a year old. This is from February of 2022, March of 2022, April, May, June. Like this is is old, this is a year ago. So they've, this was what they believed back then. And it's entirely possible that given their obsession and just waiting to see how it plays out, so excited about their work they've done. There's Candy and Matthew and Ashley, and they're all just every night, you know? And every week and month that goes on, they see me at the POEC, and they're like, "Uh uh-oh. And then I get out of jail, and they're like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. And then things start to unfold. And then the drinking starts to increase a little bit. I feel like we got to, hmm. Yeah, maybe. I'm just winging it. I got sort of an idea in my head. It's probably going to be terrible, and it's just going to be random. It's just totally, whatever pops it. Once upon a time. 
They gave it all away. Their honor. Their dignity. Officer, please! Bring the horses, number seven. (laughs) What they thought. Shows it from the cops' point of view, and they're literally crushing monsters. Was an invasion of trailer messed out goblin people. Donnie, Donnie, are you fucking seeing what I'm seeing? It was always a lie. A lie that spanned a generation. These people killed my father! 9-11 was bullshit! Souls will be searched. And legends will be forged. Starring all those cops I mentioned. just fades out on a hand reaching for a dusty old Mountie hat that looks like it's been sitting there since the 50s. The return. I'm in. Let's make... (laughs) Bro! (laughs) It's right there! I'm trying to meme them into an epic redemption arc. Oh, damn it, I memed you into this. I can meme you out! God damn it, get... Pull, Philip! I know Brenda's weighing us down. We'll cut her loose when she gets closer to the top, but Paul, damn it! Pull, Philip! <laughs> Brenda's too heavy. Guys, you gotta kick Brenda off. I can't. I can't meme the police out of this unless you get. You got it. She's too fat! I know. I'm only so powerful. <laughs> She's done a lot of... I mean, guys, somebody's got to go down for this. You all know that, right? I, well, I know. We know. We know this. So just... You know. Hey, I have an idea. How about... I'll, I'll be right... Philip, go get a Subway sub. Get a steak and cheese sub. Extra, yeah, extra cheese, apparently. Yeah, this is... Yeah, this is what she likes. We'll drop it. You know, we'll get them to hand it down to her. And when she reaches for it, fucking kick her down. You know, she won't have the strength to hang on. All right. So it's going to take some doing is what I'm telling you. RCMP. I'm going to, I'm going to try. It's going to take some doing. I can't promise you anything. I can't, I can't say for sure I can make this happen because this is, I mean, 
I'm more normally a bridge destroyer than a bridge builder. So this is kind of like reverse. I have to do like an inverse inverse G move, like some kind of weird top gun fucking switcheroo where I end up behind you. I have to figure I have to I have to meme jitsu this. I'm not saying I can't. I'm just saying it's 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 ever been done before. This is experimental memeing. Do you think you know? Do you, do, just because. Listen. <laughs> Daglon is like the Michael Jackson of memeing, okay? There's never been anything like it. Nobody knows what it's going to do next. Nobody can predict anything. It's spontaneous. It's insane. And you start to believe that. You know what? The Michael Jackson of memes is just so on it. He always does. No, he has no idea where this train's going. He's fucking nuts. Go talk to him. He's scared of himself. I need to get a new face, I think. You know, like, that's who you... Don't assume anything. We've discovered some kind of sacred power, and we're abusing it wildly. Uh, but that's just like taming a horse, okay? I'm fucking riding the meme horse. I don't know where it's going yet. I'm trying to get control of it. You can't blame me for this. Doing my best. <laughs> it's a big meme horse. It's fucking it's fucking kicking glasses right off of PP's face. Did you see that? Kicked it right clean off his face. And that's why we need powerful ah, I can't say. Well, some powerful wind. Must have been <laughs> must <laughs> Must have been more hot air from the Prime Minister's budget. <laughs> wow, he's so based. <laughs> now the conservatives are mad again. I'm going to make fun of your guy. I make fun of everybody. Come on. Come on. Come on. And he is a nerd. Obviously. Let's read some chats. That was that was a movie I genuinely want to see. <laughs> That's such a fucking badass story. You know why men relate to that kind of shit? Uh, because it gives us hope that no matter how badly we can fuck up, no matter how dark it is, no matter how fucking horrible, you can still win. You know, that is a powerful idea. That's why men love that kind of shit. Movies like that, underdog shit. Like, that's where the stakes are. I've always would rather. I, You see, I'm comfortable. I've fought uphill my whole life because that's the only way I know how. I wasn't kidding. I said in a chat earlier. I, you know, I will never do it. I hope he does. Current charity boxing. We could do that. And you can donate the money uh, to get Rachel <laughs> some clothes. <laughs> I said, I've never, you know, I've never, everyone I've ever fought has been bigger than me. Like physically, I've never fought anyone smaller than me, not even like a, maybe a couple guys roughly my size, but still a little bigger, like 10 pounds maybe, or way bigger. So like, I'm used to like, probably going to get hurt, you know? <laughs> then I was like, oh, I'll try and conquer the obstacle of the professional military for grown men while I'm 17 and 120 pounds. And they're like, you know, this is probably not going to work out for you. And I'm like, yep, I'm used to it. And, you know, then I'm like, I'm going to go to the special forces. And my platoon warrant goes, no, you're not. <laughs> that was literally his response. 
Mike Hawthorne. <laughs> That's what he told me. That was his. That was his uh, pledge of confidence. I told him I, I needed his. Uh, he's got to sign on because your your chain of command has to approve you, right? And he's like <laughs> signing it, and he turns around and gives it back to me, and I was like, "Oh, thanks, Warren." And he goes, "You're never gonna make it." <laughs> Now, knowing Mike, he'll tell you, he'll be like, no, that was reverse. I knew Mackenzie very well, and I knew that saying that to him would, you know, make that spiteful little bastard try even harder. And that way, I, that's how I was encouraging him, because I'm just a good leader. But really, when you peel that layer of the onion, Mike's like, no, I just made that up. I really didn't think he was going to make it. <laughs> yep, nailed it. I got you, Mike. <laughs> I wouldn't have, I didn't think I was going to make it either. But I was like, let's just see what happens, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. This concept of, like, stuff isn't isn't that, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm used to, uh, you know. <laughs> I'm, hoping to, I'm hoping to take a break soon, but it's, it's getting tiring. Let's read some tunes. I was just testing. What are you guys doing? Uh, we got her, we got her. Full draw. Hey, oh, Tony. He's a figlio di putana. What are you talking about? I don't even know how to say these words. Tony, he, he doesn't speak Italian. He doesn't even know the fucking words. You got to put him up there. If he hasn't practiced them, if you didn't tell him how to fucking say them, you know, fanculo, he's going to fuck it up. It's going to look like a, he's going to look like an asshole. All right, Tony, come on. Come on, Tony. You're killing me. Richard Payne says, edgy show is on a different level. Yes, if you want, thank you for reminding me. If you do want to go uh, be like, I don't want to read it all because, let's be honest, there's people that are like, I will die before I read anything. I get you. I understand. <laughs> uh, but you want to know what was going on with all that? Go and watch Edgy's, uh, Edgy's stream with Saxon on Hategate on Edgy DTV. I, uh, yeah, they, they went through it pretty thoroughly and uh, had some pretty good takes and generally, yeah, that's that's it. That's that's what happened. That's what's going on. So uh, go go check those guys out. Um, he says, "Great spaces show with Sam and Lucas today." Yeah, I talked about it a little bit on Twitter with with a with an international coalition. Uh, a lot of info to digest, but pure vindication. Many interesting days ahead. Cheers. Thank you, Mister Beaton. Nigel says, "Just popping in to pay the goat <laughs> and say fuck the loons, the liberals, the cons, and anti hate." I'll catch the stream tomorrow while working. Keep doing God's work, brother. Schizo stare guy out. Schizo stare guy. <laughs> Schizo stare guy. Oh, he needs like a fucking. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, what's that show? <sighs> this is taking too long. But one of these days, I'll just have like a. Is this it? Will this work? Yeah. No. There. Skip so stare guy. Here he comes, he's Schizo Stare Guy! He's <laughs> just running up and down the stairs of the play carrier every day. Like, yeah. I mean, he's earned the nickname. Oh, you're not Schizo Stare Guy! Oh, and you are? Please. 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 Please! <laughs> Please, that would be really interesting. I'm, I'm, being, I'm not being sarcastic. I just totally fucked up the tone. You know, brain damage. What can I say? Jen Steen says the loons are still dancing and laughing. Let's end this now. 
Ominous words, Jenstein sounds close to finishing his chemical weapons, gun bomb knife, 3D printed uh, xenomorphs. Hunting your children at night while you sleep. Uh, does that say wall-fed or well-fed? Not sure, but it's a picture of a baby, and he's making a fist, so he's kind of aggressive. I think CSIS and RCMP, you should get into there. You should check that guy. I don't know what that baby intends. That's a threatening posture. You you can shoot him. <laughs> you fear? Just say you fear for your life. You can fucking put a bullet right in his face. Shoot that baby. You're... <laughs> He's got a weapon, shoot to kill. You know? Vegas PD! Like, what is wrong with you guys? I don't know. We're all on meth. Uh, he says, good to see you enjoying so many milkshakes these days. You deserve to have a milkshake cow delivered to your yard. Well, Morgan is on her way. <laughs> mm. I went somewhere for a minute. Richard says, I like the idea Sam had to get hate gang. Hate gang. <laughs> Hate gang! Can we make a gang sign? How do you make an H? Fuck, I don't know. Somebody make a gang sign. Uh, going on Tim Pool, maybe uh, we all spam Tim Cast or Super Chats one night or something. I don't think he does like virtual interviews or anything though. Does he? I've never. I don't know. I don't watch a lot of Tim Pool. I would talk to him if he cared and wanted to know. Um, but I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not like somebody talk to me, please. I don't fucking care. I'm. I'm here to just. <laughs> I'm here to fuck shit up, you know what I mean? <laughs> that Step Brothers, when they both, yeah, they both wore the same matching suits to the interview, and he's like, "We're here to fuck shit up" or something. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. I'm a cartoon character villain. Okay. Act accordingly. If Tim Pool enters my area, I'll be like, "Hello, Tim. What's under the hat?" And probably be horrified, be blinded. Or, or hearing will return in my left ear. Who's to say? Legend has it. No one really knows what's going on under that tooth. No one really knows. It could be the fountain of youth. Um, he says, need to figure out a way for the Americans to notice this story. It's, uh, there was a couple. We had a couple on, on Twitter today, and it's, um, it, it, just wait. We'll see. Brooker T says, I didn't understand at the time why Philip sent me to recruit Karima at Queen's Park. That's right! I remember Brooker T had a comment. I was like, that's good job, Brooker. He was like, oh, good. He's talking sensibly and saying exactly the right things. Yes, and she was there talking to him. I remember that. So I, I didn't re understand at the time why Philip sent me to recruit. Right. He works in mysterious ways. He sent you to do a job, and he said, just fucking do it, Brooker. Didn't he? And you're like, but I don't. He's like, just do what I say, and or I'll kill your family or something like that. Probably. I don't know exactly what happened, but it was. Well, you know, what, we don't need to get into it, but anyway. He went on a mission. He didn't know why. When she was talking to, uh, on Queen's Park, when she was talking to Hindu Hitler. Who is that? Uh, now I fully understand. Always trust the time-traveling goat. You must trust Philip. Trust the plan. Trust the plan. Trust Philip. Does Philip have a plan? Nope. <laughs> it's literally the opposite. Trusting Philip is the opposite of trust the plan. Trust Philip is like, I embrace the chaos theory. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. Let it be. Oh, look, a button I can push. Let's see what happens. That's, that's Philip. I, you know, trust Philip. Trust the plan. Fuck your false QAnon god. We have a new, a new champion. <laughs> um shit. Uh what are those monks called? <laughs> shit. 
Gregorian. Yes. I don't like I have to set these jokes up this this way, but I mean, it's... a false god time and time again brothers and sisters we have seen the plan to be trusted only to fail and thus is no plan of any god or any power this is the plan of a fool a plan of a fool and a liar Which is why we follow. Philip, who is the opposite in every way. There is no plan. There will never be a plan. There's nothing to trust. And through chaos, his enemies are destroyed. Let his works speak to you on their own. Trust not in my boasts, but simply lay thine eyes upon thy fields of barren waste. Many a soul who thought they could best the Philip and to a man and a Rachel were wrong okay now we're a cult we did it yes fuck yeah Tony is there you go are you happy Fuck yeah. Cult leader! Am I or is the goat? Who knows? We don't really know. Neither does the RCMP. <laughs> when the earth Guys, Mounties, when you guys are done being upset and butthurt about all of this, I mean, because I'm over it already, but when you're done, it'll be like we'll all have a good laugh about it. You know. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh. Mm, that's... Ouch. Feel so fucking stupid right now. I would. I did. I got over it. You know. I just started some Gregorian chanting, and I started an internet cult, and then I got all better. So maybe you should try the same. You could do that. You could be an internet cult. All right. What's going on in Rumble? Anything? Whoa! A ton of mil- a lot. A lot is happening. Uh, White Unity Bear says it puts the money in the box. Puts the money in the box. It puts the money in the box, or else it gets the dance again. Fuck me. Right, fuck me. I'd, I'd put money in my super chat box. Mm. Precious! Get the super chat box! Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that you that was a uh, that was a transsexual man in a movie from the nineties that everyone looked at and went, What a scary freak! You know? 
now it's a it's a probably a symbol of courage and and <laughs> I don't know. Buffalo Bill is literally me. He's a fucking hero. The serial killer <laughs> wears people's skin <laughs> because he was tra- like because he was a crossdresser. Yes, but he's white. Ah, ha! <laughs> there, I ruined it. Nice try. Nice try trying to trying to use Buffalo Bill for your demented communist gains. Wire Grabs has been watching for a little more than a year. Uh, uh, thank you for taking the hits for us. A small stipend for your sacrifice. Keep Colbert's belly full of commie milkshakes. He's been well fed this week. He's been really well. I mean, well, he's 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 glowing now, as you can see. He's powering up. We don't know what happens when he reaches full power. I I don't I don't know. Maybe we overthrow the United Nations. Maybe your maybe the continent of Europe goes on lockdown next because of faulty intelligence that made its way to the highest levels of decision making because of Kurt Phillips. (laughs) You're doing great, kid! You're doing great! Yes! Keep it up! I love it! Keep going! Kick those feet! (laughs) Ooh, it's good that I got back in shape because I needed my fucking abs back to laugh this hard at you. That's the whole reason. That's the only reason that I went to the gym. It was because I knew this day was going to come. I knew it was. Where it would all get out. And like, it's like, oh no, the genie's out of the bottle. And I knew I would laugh this hard, so I, you know. Darth Wizzy, thank you very much. Ryan, Triple G, thank you, sir. Chet Chisholm says September 13th is celebrated as a holiday in Jeepulon as well. Dagwood and Philip travel around with their jetpacks and deliver milkshakes flavored with exactly what you fucking deserve. That sounds risky. Safest bet? Try not to deserve anything one way or another. Just keep it even. Do a bad thing and then do a shitty thing to make up for it right away. And when they show up, just be like... Just pass. Yeah, just like that. Oh, calm down. Calm down, Kurt. The kids are having fun. You know what high school kids are like. You know what high school kids are like. They're all gossipy. 
You know, they're real vicious and gossipy, aren't they? High school kids that you teach. Gossipy, vicious. I wonder what they think <laughs> about what you fucking do with your life. I wonder what Generation Zyklon <laughs> thinks of what this man is exactly when they get to take a look at it. I remember being 16 and having teachers I was kind of sure. I'm like, I don't think I like... Oh my fucking God, they did what? No. It's a part of growing up. You owe these kids. You owe these kids that experience of discovering your teacher is a horrible monster. Listen, I went through it. My sister went through it. All her friends. Like, it's a, it's part, first of all, it's a Picto County tradition. All right? It's like every two or three or four years, so almost statistically to be guaranteed within your window of going through high school, somebody's going to get molested. <laughs> it's like, wow, there's a... You know, pedophiles are really around. Are they really a thing, aren't they? Yeah, they're actually common, aren't they? They're, just, you know, creepy. So, you know, it's not uh, it's a part it's a part of growing up. When you when you realize it's your first taste of an authority figure that you've had been around your whole like when you go to a small town, a high school or something and you've had a principal or a teacher, you know, you've known them for probably 15 years or something, right? Or 10 years. And then you find out one day, yeah, they were sleeping with a 15-year-old. Or they were like selling drugs to the fucking students or something. And you're like, what the fuck? And it's like, you know, plausibly these things could happen. But to see it and see your first authority figure that you have, a, you know, actually be a corrupt. You know, oh, oh, that's a very valuable lesson for these kids to learn. So I think you should fulfill your teaching uh, duties, Kurt, and just kind of come clean with everything. And then just walk off into the sunset. That's honestly what I would do. That would be what I would do. Uh, App Perception says, hashtag fat is the new fit. No. No, fat is still fat. There will never be the new fit. Uh, it says, will there be a replay on Rumble or Telegram or somewhere for the Spaces session from today for those who are not on Twitter? I have no idea. This is Fairy's uh, world. I don't, I'm not a, much of a, I'm more of a Twitter terrorist. I don't really participate. I just fly by like I'm in a pirate ship and just do harassing fire and then I'm gone. It's just like, ah, you know, I do. it's just like, an, it's like a, a BF-109 just comes out of nowhere, rips up your airfield and takes off. And you're like, I fucked it, oh, dick! Ah! That's, well, that's how I do Twitter, you know. <laughs> it's good for my sanity. I can't, like, I can't linger long. It has to be in and out. I don't know how it works. Uh, you'd have to ask him. I don't know. I, it's, it is saved somewhere. I think on Twitter, or maybe I th I'm sure you can download them. I've seen them people post them on Telegram and so on. So maybe maybe he will actually. Uh, Simon Stevenson says uh, Rachel Fillmore, and then she's a coos checkmark. I don't know what coos means. That's that's an old word from like the 80s or 70s, isn't it? I'm I think it's bad, but I don't I'm not sure. I legitimately claim ignorance. Feather not dot says Hey Rage, keep on trucking, uh, brother. Don't worry. I still think. <laughs> you can start a right-wing militia. I could. <laughs> I know it's a fake meme, but since we live in a fake country, I think you can still conquer Canada. Well, who's to say? As always, respect. Thank you for your service, past and present. You will always have reservation at my house. All in capital letters, reservation, right? Again, 
the, especially, you know, the indigenous people in the community hate me the most. <laughs> oh. They're they're more racist than anyone. <laughs> it's funny. Boiling Frog says, "Who had Scooter Girl sides with Daglon on their third season of their bingo card?" Well, she. It's not like that. She genuinely is like not side with. Like this is what's true, though, guys. That's the thing. You kind of. This is what I'm talking about. The gaslighting. They're they're trying to make you buy into a reality that doesn't exist. And this is part of their wizardry. This this is kind of how they do things. Um, and it's and it's psychological abuse and manipulation. But people are to the point where it's like. Almost, you know, they, they start to forget, like, well, what is even true? I'm, I'm now, I'm not even sure because of this, because of this mental assault that they're, you know, putting on you. So it's important not to lose sight of what you know is true. And then when you have that, you know, it's hard to, uh, hard to dislodge people. Um, but when you're sitting there, it's like, well, of course, like it wasn't, choo- it wasn't about choosing a side. It was just like, I'm literally sitting here with the evidence like the murder weapon is is in it's right here in front of me. Here it is. It's this microphone. It's the murder weapon, actually. This is literally what this is it. I'm holding it. I know what it is. And everybody's running around in circles looking for this. And I have it. And I'm like, you looking for this? <gasps> yeah. <laughs> That's right. All they had to do is look. All anybody has to do is look and be and be sincerely honest about it, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And that's what everyone's reaction is when they read what she's what she's wrote. This 85 page expose, I call it. I said, don't call it an article. It's an insult to call it an article. This is an expose. This is a substantial, hefty fucking <laughs> titan of a work, you know, that she put together in five days. You know, I've, some of these anti-hate fucks. They probably I worked on that Twitter thread for a week, you know. <laughs> Do you even know what work is? I don't think so. Judging by your output of work, I, I wouldn't say. It just got darker in here. I think I kicked a wire loose. Fire could be a hazard down here. Anyway, uh, I was, I, anyway, in, in all seriousness, I was confident. I was like, eventually someone will will see this. It's too, it'll be the last thing that they see regarding the Freedom Convoy, the, all of this stuff. This is the most insane, gross part of it all, and that's why no one wanted to look at it, ever. But they're going to be forced to, because until they do, nothing else makes any sense. Imagine being outside of our sphere, the Diago sphere, and you're in one of these other groups, and and you see them fighting over what's happening and what happened with the Emergencies Act and who's getting blamed and all this. And again, we've been sitting here this whole time like this. Hello. It's, it's there in black and white. It's in black and white. Public safety minister says just before or as they're invoking the emergency act, there is an organized right-wing militia with a steel resolve and they're all over the country and they're poised to fucking strike and all these t- We need we need emergencies act. We got to act now. Scares the shit out of the country. The RCMP are inundated with emails and requests for information from the media. They, of course, have no idea what to say. 
So they go, I'm literally, this is what happened. I'm not surmising. This is what happened. They go on the internet and get other news articles that were already written about what we are and then copy pasted that and sent that to the media and throw their hands up and went, geez, I hope that works. Hope that's good enough. Yikes. I don't know what they want us to say. No one knew any, no one knew what the fuck was going on. And the government knew this the whole time. They were told. They told them this. There's no, yeah, no, the Diagalon people, it's not a threat. It doesn't, it's not a militia. You're like, no, there's, we have no evidence to suggest that this is accurate in any way. All we have is one guy's opinion. And the government said, okay, good enough. And they went with it. There's, there you go. You could go read it for yourself. It's also on truthpedia.ca. All the files are there. Just read through the uh, read through some of these emails, man, and weep <laughs> at uh, you know. There's probably people that are hoping they're you know. No, it can't be this ridiculous. I know, I know, it hurts at first, but sometimes you just gotta put your put your. <laughs> Do the opposite of Rachel and put your pants on and, uh, you know, deal with things. I feel like the the galaxy has just given us fucking layups. I just get out of bed like, geez, what am I going to do today? <laughs> Did you see Rachel's bag? Like, oh. Is she doing this on purpose just to get on the show? Is she trying to get my attention? Is that what this is about? She's like the craziest ex-girlfriend you've never had. Why are you obsessed with me? You keep doing this to yourself on purpose. Why? Oh, are you subconsciously in search of a strong masculine figure? Is that what this is? Okay. All right. I see what's going on. I see where your conflict is. <sighs> well, you're hopelessly incurable, but I do know. Now I understand. <laughs> Man on the Mountain uh, said, My eyes hurt from reading PDFs, and I am embarrassingly convinced now that Canada's intel agencies are incapable of differentiating a children's birthday party from a terrorist threat. Well, when you only rely on somebody's blog, Yeah. Yeah, that's what does it. And again, ceases again. Shame on these fucking people. They interview. How many of you guys did they interview? I know it's near a hundred, but that's just what I know about. So it could very well be triple that. It could be three hundred people. It could be five hundred people. I have no idea. You would think in an extremist terrorist organization, CSIS would have found at least one by now to drag out and hell and go, look, we've finally found the steel resolve agile. Because remember when the public safety minister said all this, no one was arrested. Th these scary people, he told you, they're still out there, still plotting, still agile. So, yeah, just nothing happened at all, ever. And no one finds that odd. And they're like, yeah, well, you're just lying because you're part of the law. And the, the, here's all of their emails confirming that I am the only one telling the truth. I'm not meaning to sound arrogant, but it's it's getting ridiculous. This is getting ridiculous, and I'm out of patience. 
Everyone should be out of patience. And the other thing, if you're just learning about this now, you should be absolutely furious that they knew about this the whole time and they've been hiding it from you the whole time. Like me and a dozen other people weren't screaming this since February of last year. I wrote a letter to every senator and member of parliament in this country, and I sent it to every single office. Not one person replied. That was days before the Emergency Act was turned off. How are they supposed to know? Because I screamed it at them over and over and over again. I was never asked a single question. No police officer questioned me. No CSIS agent questioned me. I offered to talk to them numerous times. Some other people that I know were confronted and contacted. They gave me the numbers of these agents and I texted them personally and said, Hey, are you looking for me? And they just go block. And no, they weren't looking for me. They weren't looking to find out what happened or what's going on. They were looking for somebody to put in jail for their political bosses. That's outrageous. That's fucking unacceptable. And because of your little crusade and your wish hunt over there at Feminist Central, whatever the fuck CSIS has turned into, has now destroyed the reputation of the mounted police. Probably beyond repair. This is all the coots thing as well, guys. Don't forget. If there's no fucking diagonal terror threat in the House of Commons and floating around these intelligence briefs, there's no fucking coots raid. Is there? Because that's what they ran with. The whole thing is based on a lie. The whole thing is a lie. The entire thing is a lie. I've been trying to tell you. What do you think I went to jail for? (laughs) Shut up. Right at the time of the inquiry, huh? When I was making the most noise, when the nation was preparing to sit down, and and they asked me to come. They wanted me to come as a witness. I would have been there a couple days maybe. I don't know. Going to talk all day instead of this just brief interrogation that I endured. Much more narrow in scope about what I would have rather talked about. I just find the timing convenient. Hmm. How does this story end? <laughs> this is this is the fun part for me. I like to, you know, war game this this part because it's an easy war game. And it's satisfying. You ever have a game or a, a song you like or a movie or something? And every time you experience you're like, I like it every time. It's, this is one of those things for me. Is that every time you break this down, the only people that definitely lose is the anti-hate network. <laughs> definitely. You're definitely going down. 100%. Because this is a scandal. This is very embarrassing. This is upsetting to people that are going to look stupid. And they have bosses that are going to look stupid by association. And they have underlings that are going to look stupid and feel stupid by association. There's going to be anger. There's going to be you know friction and tension in the workplace and so on. And somebody somewhere is going to demand a head on a plate to pay for the absolute fucking cock show. Aren't they? Now, who is that going to be? Well, we have three or four major entities here, don't we? We have the RCMP, we have the Canadian Anti-Hate Network, we have the media, and we have CSIS. Those are your main actors. 
in a game of one of us has to die, who is it usually that dies? Who do the other three go... The weakest one. The one they don't need anymore. The one they can spare. The one they can get rid of. You think the media is going to take the blame for this? You're the ones that told the media all about this. All they have to do is go, we're so sorry. We had to. Here's your bridge, media, on this. You've got a lot to fucking pay for, though. A lot. We shouldn't have took their word for it. We were stupid. That was dumb, and we didn't do our due diligence, and everybody makes mistakes, and unfortunately, this one uh, really got out of hand. Hmm. Human. Reasonable. Sounds compellingly true. I'm inclined to agree with the media now that it was anti-hate. What do you say, police officers? Well, I mean, we're humans, too. We had no reason to believe that these these people were touted as experts in their field and extremism and so on, and we believe that the things they were telling us were reasonably accurate, else why would the government have funded them in the first place? So I guess, yeah, you're right. We should have done our due diligence, and maybe since they weren't part of our policing apparatus and not really an official arm of you know law enforcement in this country, we shouldn't have just taken their word for it, like you said, and we should have done our, yeah, we should have done that. But we didn't, and we fucked up, and unfortunately, this is what happened. Jeez, you know what? That sounds incredibly human and reasonable, you know, and and sounds you know compellingly sincere. So you know what? I'm and who do? You, oh, and it was the anti-hate. Really, that's who told you. So there's two. CSIS, Government Security Intelligence Service, the Canadian fucking homeland. Let's see. Our let, now it's we're, it's up to you now, CSIS. The jury and judge are aimed in your direction. And you have two choices. Do you say, uh, yes, this biggest national intelligence failure in the country's history, which resulted in the invocation and suspension of Canadian Charter Rights and Freedoms, the Emergencies Act in February of 2022, was our fault because we are incompetent buffoons and uh, tried to do some kind of screw job for political reasons and anyway it went sideways and we're really really sorry ooh that doesn't play very well does it that doesn't sound reasonable or sincere or human it sounds like an asshole talking and i kind of want to punish him don't i so yeah they're not going to go with that one so what's behind door number two for ceases they did it. Those anti-hate people. Yeah, we just, again, just like the police and the media, for we, oh, we had a blind spot. Oh, what can I say? I, I mean, again, the government gave them money. You see how this works? Everybody plays a game of I have someone else to blame. Uh, someone else kind of did this, and I can kind of, but they all have one person that's definitely to blame, and it's you every time. You're the one that's going to get fucking necked 100%. Play the game yourself. Go through the stages. Go through the steps and the possibilities and the pros and cons and consequences of what all of these different powerful institutions that you've affected to the negative are going to inevitably have to conclude for themselves. Now, I've done a lot of time thinking about this, especially in jail, where you've got nothing but time to think about this. And I'm telling you, uh, this chess match, you lose every time. So I just want to say thank you for playing. Um, I, I think it's... Uh, you know, it's it's worth uh, it's worth remembering.
You know, we had a, we had a good time. But, uh, you know, I think it's over now for you. I really do. No, nobody comes back from a credibility hit like this. This wasn't like a stain on your credibility. This is you going, where's my body? Over there, detached from your head. Toxic masculinity of the best kind. You know why the music back then is so much better than that? Why I identify with certain bands and some kind of eras and stuff? The people back then just had cannon-sized balls compared to the people now. Like some of the music and shit younger people are listening to. And they're like, I fucking... Like, here's a good one. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, when I was a kid, and you had fucking rappers, you know? And they were like, they're fucking gang rappers. And they're fucking weird shit. They're killing each other. They literally were killing each other all the time. It was like war. It was a weird music war. There's this whole subculture where you're like, all right, I'm going to make songs where I rhyme a lot of words together, and as a side quest, we're going to try to murder each other in the street while we sell drugs. Like, what? <laughs> now you have a Takechi uh, Snitch 9, you know? Guy's fucking covered in tats on his face, and he's like, acts like he's the most aggressive dude in the world, gets fucking picked up, snitches on everybody immediately. They're all huge pussies now. Everybody's a fucking loser and a wimp and a bitch, and they fucking need... Back then, people were like, what are you gonna fucking do about it? Like, Motley Crue's throwing TVs out a window. I'm not endorsing this behavior. I'm just saying, the extremes of male behavior have been extremely curtailed to the point where it's like, have we been neutered entirely? We don't need people throwing TVs out of windows and having sex with six women at a time while they're drinking tequila. But <laughs> that is definitely the high watermark of, you know, so we know it doesn't get worse than that. So we know where the range is. Right now, it's like, Jesus Christ. You know, the guy tuck his shirt in and he's in shape and people call the police. I think there's a fucking assassin here. Why? There's a white man who looks pretty in pretty good shape, and he's got his shirt tucked into his jeans, and he's wearing a belt. We'll send a we'll send a team right over. He's not even fat. He must be one of those fucking bigots. Send in the dogs. I'm not dealing with this. I can't. I'm too out of shape. <laughs> those are the future cops that don't go on the redemption arc. They just stay in the pods, and they're like, "No, I want to be fat." You don't want to be those guys. Come on. <laughs> uh, Glitcherful says, in their defense, they're not allowed to go against the left, and there's no, no, nothing else in Canada for them to earn wage. They should have walked. Like, a lot of them should have. They have a lot of power. All they had to do was, like, 
basically call everybody together and be like, we're not doing this, are we? Nope, fuck this. Yeah, we're on strike. What are you going to do about it? No. I mean, you're the police. You can say no. Oh, I can't. In extraordinary circumstances, when you're the one with all the power, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you're the one that's going to answer for it. So it's like, I'm not, I'm not going to, you're not going to make me do something I don't want to do. Well, then you're fired. Well, then I'm fired, but I'm not doing that. Right? You either did it because you were fine with doing it or you didn't do it because you weren't fine with doing it. That's how everything works. He says, uh, they might be some of the ones who've watched every episode for years. I don't think there's too many of those, but, uh, the, there are a few, but they, uh, you know, they quit. <laughs> Most of them. Uh, Sergeant Rock says, I can't wait to see how far up the chain of command that this incompetence goes. I know all the way to Little Potato, but I wonder... Well, the public safety minister's desk, at a minimum, we know that. And we also know that they briefed, my God, the Five Eyes Intelligence gang. So not only is Diagonal on a terror watch list in Canada... It's in a terror watch list in the United States, the United Kingdom, Australia, and New Zealand. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that cool, Kurt? We got a long way to go. Still. A long way. There's a lot of runway left. I'm only 37. Uh, I plan on being here for quite a while, so... I don't know. I don't, I don't think... I don't think you guys are, I mean, long term, I, I don't like where this is going for you. I don't like your odds. I like my odds. I don't like yours. I, I got to say. It's it's looking like run for the hills, honestly. Um, it says, uh, I wonder if Miss Piggy was right in on the smear job. <laughs> I would imagine, yes, absolutely. She would have been part of the people that was briefing uh, the public safety minister and the prime minister. She's the chief of police. Absolutely, she would have been part of this. Uh, the Levine show says hashtag hate gate is a turning point in Canadian history. It You never know, man. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's definitely significant and it, it raises a lot of questions that a lot of honest people are going to have a really hard time ignoring and the dishonest people have no problem ignoring and you can already tell who those are. Uh, Wall fed, well fed says take my moneyed note. Thank you for your moneyed note. Glitcherful says you forgot to get extra. I, no, there's no mayo in the sub, but you're right. I did forget it. Better send him to... No. Nope. Nigel, the schizo stair guy, has returned. So he's probably gone up 30 flights of stairs already. He says, tonight as I crash out early to wake up at stupid o'clock on my Trump pillow <laughs> with my Bible next to my bed, gazing sleepily at the slashy patch on my hat, I'll be thinking about Khan and all the crow they will be eating. You're probably like the most eligible bachelor right now in all of Diagalon, I have to say. <laughs> You're hitting all the buttons for certain people. <laughs> Godzilla says, in the hate gate docs, I noticed something extremely troubling. As many as 300 Canadian officials were CC'd in the secret internal emails. That's right. That number doesn't include hundreds of CCs to the ADL and Mossad. You never know. You never know how far it goes. It goes quite far, apparently. Uh, Levine says, Viva O'Keefe may be interested. I'm talking, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to talk to Viva on Friday, Friday afternoon, I think. Uh, I think Karim is going to as well. Uh, Chet says, Jeepalon was always a cult. Way to catch up to Agalon. She Oh, no, don't act like you were here first. You weren't even a lawn. You were just people in Jeeps banging in the woods. You were just Jeep people in the woods banging. 
before somebody showed you you a meme can be a country too. And then you became Jeepalon. Don't pretend like you're not the bastard freak show experiment gone wrong Xeno weapons lab we had to shut down and bury under hundreds of fucking mountains of bureaucracy so no one ever knows what kind of war criminals we are. Uh, thing. <laughs> this is Diagalon! And that's basically what you are. Jeepalon. So just... We, you exist. Nobody's happy about it, but some of us just have to put up with it. You guys seem to enjoy it. Whatever. You're weird freaks. Just, you know, leave us out of it. That's all we ask. And you're not leaving us out of it. Uh, oh, there you go. Levine says uh, you can download spaces using spacesdown.com. Huh. Recorded Twitter spaces you can get on a website, spacesdown.com. Didn't know that. I learn things every day. I stopped learning new things about technology and the internet years ago. I basically gave up. You young people will get this. It'll happen. I love that I can be like Alex Jones now. When I discovered him, he was already like near 40 and just bitter and pissed off. So now I'm like, I'm literally that guy for somebody who's like 18 right now. <laughs> it's like, this fucking old dude's cranky and crazy, you know? You fucking young people, man. It just becomes so, eventually, like, you get to a point where you have your favorite apps and your favorite stuff, and you're just like, can everything just stop changing just for a minute? Just for a minute. Just, just I just need a break. No more new anything, no more updates, no more new gadgets, I'm just going to stick with this. But, you see, once you take the break, it's probably going to happen to you in your late 20s, maybe early 30s. But if, it, if this break is any longer than a year, you no longer know how anything works ever again. And it's, there's new alien technology hitting the shelves, you know, weekly. And you're just like, Pfft. I assume everyone can read my mind all the time now. Like, that's just how I'm walking around. I, I don't know. Oh, dude, you don't know about the Ungible app? It's how you fucking turn on your prostate from the shower when you're inside a spaceship. What are you talking? What? What? Like, I don't, I don't want to know. There's. I'm cooking a turkey from my plane. I'm using an app on my phone that's connected to my house. Skynet? Are you talking about Skynet? No, I decided a long time ago, like, technology, there's a limit for me, and then I get scared of it. I'm scared. I got scared of it about five years ago, and I refuse to move on. I have a BlackBerry still. <laughs> I don't use it, but it's, you know, it's around. Um, net... <laughs> RCMP's inset is here. Cool. In the 80s, Buffalo Bill was a scary guy. Today, he reads to kids about hygiene in public libraries and collects uh, government grants. It puts the toothpaste on the brush, and it rubs the lotion on its skin, and it washes its hands before bedtime. Now comes the interpretive dance portion. Pay attention, little kids! <laughs> Jesus Gretzky says, if celebrity boxing matches take place, can we get Brooke Lesnar out of retirement. <laughs> yes, Brooke Lesnar was terrifying. Uh, that was when, you know, Dagalon, Bro Brock Lesnar went trans and he became Brooke Lesnar. A lot of people got hurt that day. Jenstein says, Greg made a great point last night on Telegram. Fly infested, bloated body of misinformation. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He says, fuck you, Marku. Plutonymous says, year after year, it becomes more and more impossible to avoid using violence in the service of truth. Today, no man or demigod can bring real order and justice in any area of the globe with help, the help of force. And there's a link to renegadetribune.com. Oh, sounds like a terrorist website, you know. 
<laughs> slash the eternal return recap. Ominous words. Guys, he's also got a Zorro mask on, so I mean that's I mean this could be this could go either way. I'm gonna have to defer to Tony and Kurt. The experts. Gee, tell me tell us what it means, extremism experts. Tell me who he is. What does he what's gonna happen now? Do we have to freeze bank accounts? Is that what we have to do? Ugh. Salt. Tastes good. While Fed says Jesus never came to see me because I'm just too agile. I think they might have given they gave up about what was it, six months ago? Feels like about that long. You keep an eye on the time here. Okay, we're still good. We got lots of time. Uh, Levine says this is how it ends. Hate gate, hate gate to coots free to poek falls to pm out. It could, it very well could. And you know, I don't. This isn't really about me, and I don't want it to be about me. It. This isn't. I've never tried to make it that way. I'm just the guy that they picked. You understand? There's nothing special about me that. I made, like, I was just the loudest guy at the time. It easily could have been anyone else. And the story, and, the, and the reason it matters is because this, that, that shouldn't happen. This shouldn't be possible. There, there shouldn't be unaccountable, uncredited, uneducated, just, oh, just some assholes started a blog and got a pile of money and just start fingering people they don't like. And then, you know, blow a whistle and the police go after them. Because that's what happened to me. And that could happen to me. It could happen to anyone. This this kind of practice is uh, antithetical to who we are as a people. It has no place in this country. It has no place in our, you know, world at all, to be frank. And I think it compels all of us as people who want to think of ourselves as good you know, faithful sons and daughters of this land and these and the, and and this people, to make sure that that kind of shit doesn't fly, because our fathers and grandfathers wouldn't have let it fly, and our grandmothers wouldn't have let it fly. So why the fuck are we? So we'll see. Like I said, it's a long road. A long way to go. And I feel fine. CRJ says, I've missed the start. Who's eating crow today? Oh, dude. It, I don't know. I laid in in some stuff. There was some good Rachel stuff. You know? Oh, and I was, and we started a cult. CRJ, you weren't here for the cult? I had a lot of fun with the cult. I kind of want to do another cult sermon sometime. <laughs> let me know. You, let, should we do this? Is this? Should this just be a thing now? Hey, we could do that. Because they did right-wing militia, right? Another thing they're scared of is religious cults. Anybody talking about the supremacy of God or like a creator and how man's rule and law only goes so far. And at the end of the day, we have a you know unspoken connection, a deeper you know purpose and a higher calling. And and no man can you know that kind of shit really fucking scare. They really don't like that either. So we could just start doing that, and then they'll. Try- <laughs> people are chanting cult. People want the cult. Are you for democracy or not? They voted for a cult. We had a vote. They voted yes. It's a cult by volunteer. They're forcing me to do it. I don't even want to do the cult. Philip wants to do the cult. They want... I'm the middleman. 
Are you guys getting all this from my court? <laughs> this is what it's been like for five years. And they're like, no, seriously, it's super dangerous. You're insane. And, and a hysterical woman, it turns out. A hyster- There's the problem. Hysterical women cannot be in charge of security or intelligence, okay, of any kind. Security and intelligence jobs require, well, a steel resolve and kind of an iron will and, and like an, un, you cannot panic, you cannot rattle easy or at all, preferably. Preferably, we'd like you to be like dead cold, ice cold. You never panic. That's what you want in intelligence and security. Instead, we have, ah! they've pearl clutched so hard, um, you know, their hands are permanently affixed in this kind of weird claw like, you know, you know, against the goblin, goblinitis they've contracted. I'm just telling you how it is. I don't make the rules, guys. I'm just trying to navigate this fucking dimension like the rest of you, you know? I've got a goat that talks to me. There's a loon. It's bad. There's there's a whole... You see them? I have a special filter on here so you can't hear them, but they're all talking all the time. To me, anyway. He says, uh, Rage was reading from the book of Philippians chapter 88, verse 14. That's right. Everyone's favorite chapter from the the book of Philippians. Or Book of Philippi- Philippians. Jacob Powell says, How, how's the boxing going champion seeing freedom of speech advocate Sean Strick? Yes, he did. It was amazing. Whooped Chinaman dog molester. <laughs> Is that true? I, they're saying, yeah, he jerked off his dog. Like, what are you talking? And j- anyway, Strickland beat the fuck out of him. It was glorious. Um, you ever played a game of rugby? Uh, like twice in high school. I'm like, eh, you know. Uh, if so, what position? I don't remember. The guy that got stepped on a lot. <laughs> I had a lot of shoulders in the mouth instead. You know, it's just I don't know. I prefer like boxing. You know, it's like annoying fighting. It's like, can I just fucking hit you? No, that's illegal. I can step on your feet and elbow you and do all this. Can I just punch you square in the fucking nose and cave your nose in? No, that's illegal. You're not allowed to do that. Well, if you're going to do all these annoying, physical, you know, painful things to me, I'd rather just go, why we play, Why can't we just go right to the fucking? Why are we going to do the foreplay? Are we fighting or are we not fighting? To me, rugby is just cucked fighting, and I don't like that. And so is football. At least in hockey. Like, you fucking want to really fight, though? I'll fucking, let's go, bud. I'm like, all right, we're doing fighting and fight. We're doing cucked fighting and real fighting. It's got a little of both. It's a little respectable. At least it used to be. It used to be. It used to have Don Cherry. Used to have, used to have a lot of things. Used to have people spitting checklets out in the ice, blood everywhere. Children in the front row were traumatized. That's how they knew to grow up strong, not turn into some pinko commie like Ron McLean. If they, if again. Removing Don Cherry was a huge. That was imp- that was on purpose. That was a communist job. They tore him down like a statue. I'm half serious. I'm se- I'm 80% serious, actually. 82 88% serious. If so, what position? Ballistic 762 scrums. We need justice and death squads. <laughs> Fuck Jordan Peterson. Yeah, Jordan Peterson is a, is a grifter. He needs to make as much money as he possibly can, and he's not even willing to pay, spend his own vast fortune of probably $100 million to pay his legal fees. He wants you to pay for them. I find that, you know, gross. Littlefoot says having a 10-month-old that Miss Rachel gets thrown on every so often. <laughs> I realize you're like Miss Rachel for Dags. Can you say Hitler? Can you say the Fuhrer's name? Is this a song? 
Miss Rachel. What are you talking about? A 10-month-old? It's thrown on every so often. Do you mean videos? I'm confused. I'm highly confused. Uh, Richard Payne says, I spent the summer... The summer... Spent the summer going to... <laughs> what did I say earlier? Very stignerious. He made a very stignerious face. <laughs> what does that mean? Significant and serious. Aren't serious things significant sometimes? Are significant things always serious? Not always. Hence the name. Hence the reason we need another word. Stignerious, or whatever it was I said. <laughs> I think it's been different every time. <clears throat> Get it together. You're a terrorist leader. Not doing a very good job. It's all going back in time to those days. Oh, he's talking about the music. I spent the summer going to see various rock and metal bands of the 70s, 80s, and 90s. It's like going back in time. Yeah, that's why people like them. Uh, music helps a lot. The older, heavier stuff. Yeah, I really like the... Yeah, that's, the, that's pretty much the prime. A lot of good music. I mean... Per capita. There's still some good bands and songs now, but I mean, not like it was then. Not like, not like it was, you know, everyone all at the same time discovered how to make awesome music and it was just a fucking, it's like, everything sounds exactly the same now. Even some of the radio stations, some of the the XM satellite stations I would listen to, um, it's like, you have like alt rock stations that play all of just songs you've heard a million times on, you know, repeat. <laughs> Or you go to something that's like, oh, this is new music from fucking, here comes fucking Death Machine, followed up by Slaughterface, and then a fucking the new single from fucking Spikes on our, in Our Eyes. And it's all the same. The guitars all sound the same. The distortion effects are all the same. And the voices are all the same. And it's like, they're all the same cadence to the same song. I'll listen to it and skip through it. I'm like, okay, this is the kind of the melodic intro. All right, and then it is verse, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse. verse. Yep, yeah, okay, same thing. Okay, E flat. Uh, uh, it's the same, all the same. <laughs> They're all the same. It's like if I had to close my eyes and pick them apart, I'd be like, I have no idea. I, I honestly can't tell. Government propaganda says with hate gate info now public, does that mean we're into season four? I don't know. I, I think this is still season three, isn't it? I thought it's season three until I don't know. I don't think it's I think it's too short. I thought one season was like a year. It's hard to say. You're not the first person to say that. It's, it's starting to feel like people start to feel like, why are we moving on to another season already? The season usually changes with the set. And, you know, it may not be that long before I'm, you know, free to roam. And then that could be season four. So we may be coming up on season four. This may be like an explosive ending to season three. You know, like one of those seasons of The Sopranos or like the last two or three episodes is just murders. <laughs> What was that, season five or, you know, or one of those ones of Game of Thrones where the last three episodes is just like, oh, fucking, oh, my God. Yeah, maybe it's like that. I don't know. It's all fake. It's all pretend. It's all made up. Who cares? Nobody cares. Nobody's ever kids. Anderson says Australia is going to be made. They didn't. What? Is going to be mad. They didn't beat us in the international shitposting championships. It's still early. All right. There are still governments to topple. Until a government is fully toppled and, like, a meme is made in chart, like a pro wrestler takes over, like something outrageous happened. We evolve into clearly a new timeline where anything is possible. Once we've broken out of the fucking slipstream from the CERN Large Hadron Collider in Switzerland that's keeping us locked into this woke dimensional nightmare, um, then we just see what happens. But until that, like we have to fulfill the, con the victory conditions. We haven't hit all the check marks. We haven't fulfilled the prophecy. And the prophecy is a government must be memed to death. One must come down. One meme to rule them all. And then... 
Then once the magic formula is out, every, it, everyone will know what to do. In every country, they'll understand. Savage mockery and memes and sarcasm and innuendo will bring all of these people down because they're so narcissistic and insecure they can't handle being mocked. And they will make outrageously poor mistakes. Blind mistakes that could only be made by somebody in a fit of rage, in a fit of impotent, incel, you know, wine-induced rage. You know? And and then you're free. So let's fulfill this prophecy. <laughs> we must open, we must activate the Tesseract. That's the next part of the Daglin Lord. Philip requires that, that he's revealed his mission. He's finally come to tell us what he wants. It's very vague. Not sure it makes sense. <laughs> I wish I had these things, like, queued up faster. But, you know, it's just how it goes. Philip! He says the time has come. We must activate the Tesseract. The time is near. You will know it by the signs. He says, reing, reing that shake the mountains. Okay, he says, ring that shake the mountains and cope that brings down presidents. When the sky is darkened. Something about the sky going dark. I don't know. I don't like where this is going. I don't think I want to know anymore. Leave that alone for now. If anybody sees something called a tesseract, you let me know. Or, or don't. I don't know if he should have it. I, I don't know. I'm along for the ride. It's chaos. We'll just see what happens. Uh, Jay Bird says, knowing how India feels about potatoes to begin with and how they humiliate him on his reaction to the convoy, wouldn't it be interesting for all this to reach their news? <laughs> oh, the prime minister, right. Love the show. Looking forward to toasting all the milkshakes coming your way. Thank you very much, sir. And Jenstein says, I probably missed it tonight while jumping on a trampoline. Trying to explain to the kids there wasn't a safety wall when we were kids. But great job for Edgy, the breakdown last night. Edgy D is the shit. Yeah, he did a great job. Him and Saxon did a great job, and I enjoyed that very much. I watched that with a number of us, and Edgy said, I think the boys are just drinking milkshakes tonight, and they're just trusted us to take the reins of the shit. I super chat him and said, that is exactly what's happening. <laughs> that is correct. I know everyone is I'm talking to everyone. We're all like, you all watching Edgy right now? Like, yep. I uh, said, CRJ, let's get banned tonight. God bless you, sir. Don't you dare. No, not on, uh, what day is this again? Milkshake day. We can't ban people on milkshake day. This is a sacred day. A sacred day. <laughs> At Perception says, Tyson versus Naganu. I have Tyson for the win. After all, you must concede he's the embodiment of true pinnacle of fitness. Well, it's a sport of boxing, which Tyson Fury is very good at. And not the sport of mixed martial arts, which is a totally different thing that Francis Naganu is very good at. So they're doing the thing that Tyson's really good at and not Naganu, who doesn't really do it at all, let alone at a professional level. So Tyson's probably going to beat the shit out of him. Um, but that's just... <laughs> 
Like boxing is a very technical, skilled, you know, thoughtful game of, you know, pain, really, and trickery and deception and so on. It's a whole animal. And it's similar to MMA in that way, but it's like you're specialized in, in a very specific subset of weapons. That's like, um, you know, you could be a special forces operator and you're like, I oh, can do all this shit with all these weapons, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. But you're going to only have a knife and you and this guy who is from some Russian prison who is considered one of the best knife fighters in the world, you and him are going to knife fight. That's it. Who do you think is going to win? My money's on the Russian guy. <laughs> Right? It's not even remotely fair. He's like, oh, I've never killed anyone with a knife in my life. Oh, he's killed like 37. So, you know, he's never lost. He never even gets cut. He's amazing. You know, who good luck. Like, that's kind of what we're talking about. So I think it's silly to say that any, I mean, Tyson will beat the fuck out of him if he wants to. It'll probably just be, it's it's for fun. You know, they know, they both know that. They're just going to do it for the, and they're both going to make money. It's a show. It's it's just, they're taking advantage of the fucking, people want to see it. They'll pay to see it. So that's what it is. I, I don't, you know. If Nagano starts to get fucking uppity, I think Tyson can put him down whenever he wants. Glitcherful says, uh, if there's no banning on Milkshake Day, do that no, that doesn't mean that. I expect you to be on good behavior. It's Milkshake. Why would you want to ruin Milkshake Day? The fuck after, after everything? You finally get a Milkshake Day and you want to ruin it. Says we get to send all the nasty Super Chats in. No, I didn't even read any of the bullshit from earlier. There's a lot of it. Most of it's pointless, but some of it is interesting, and some of it ties back to uh, anti-hate again as well, because they're just really stupid and fucked up. And they're lying deliberately about a lot of things, and I have a good example. Uh, Richard Payne says, PPC just joined in on HateGate. Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> hey, this concerns everybody. Is this what you want your police doing? Hey, RCMP! They haven't made a statement yet, by the way. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed they haven't said anything? They've been asked. They haven't said anything. <laughs> what do you think's going on in there? Are they having a vote? Man, we're gonna have to throw some. Did you see the movie trailer? Somebody send them the movie trailer. Bus, 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 throw them under the bus! Regrettably, we relied on poor intelligence. <laughs> it's them or you, right? Somebody's going to wear this like a fucking Eagle Scout badge. Mmm, nice and... Mmm. Who's it going to be? I don't know. I wargamed it earlier. I'm pretty confident in my uh, assessment. Seems... Uh, I mean, it's not a difficult problem either. It's not even like a really, geez, I wonder. It's pretty, again, like I said, it's pretty straightforward and and true, which is the underlying thing that, you know, everyone's going to be able to go, well, that is what happened. So, I mean, naturally. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. PPC's in. Jacob Powell says, picture this. Australia's PM, whose nickname is Albo. Uh, they send... Yes, they nickname PMs in Australia. Okay. Albo. Albo. Oh, it's Albo. Albo. What are you going to do about these Abos? Albo is he, you know, they call them Aborigines. Abos down there. Decides to think it's an amazing idea to send an open lesbian Asian woman 
Okay, trying to act like a man by speaking in pseudo-deep-voice Penny Wong Foreign Affairs Minister to China to negotiate a hardline warning. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> it's so funny. This is another thing that leftists don't understand because they're, they're uh, emotionally, developmentally, like, retarded. I mean that in the literal sense. They haven't finished developing emotionally and mentally. They're still children. They're still, like, uh, kept in a, in a very childlike state. <clears throat> they think naively that like listen just because there we we have a strong confident powerful woman okay and we are not going to be pushed around the chinese don't think like you they're going to laugh at you they're going to make fun of you and they're not going to take you seriously at all they're going to take advantage of you they're going to intimidate you and it's going to work you're sending a oh but she's got a fake deep voice oh yeah she's going to push the fucking chinese around oh yeah i'm sure they really fear the wrath of what's her name a lesbian agent, you know the Chinese. Yes, oh, because if, if there's anything the Chinese respect, it's wokeness. It it's progress. It's liberal democratic process. The Chinese, who are basically national socialists, uh, really are. Yes, big on on all of that. They're they're super super pro masculine, hyper nationalistic. China is super duper going to be like, oh, we have so much respect for all your courage. To come to China, the rest like a man. <laughs> no, they're gonna make fun of you. <laughs> they call our prime minister the potato. He's a potato. You can just take over his old country. Nobody pay attention. Do you see the goat? <laughs> they spend whole budget. Chase a goat. He not even real. <laughs> you can attack over. Move in Vancouver. Put a Chinese police station. Every city. Nobody notice. He's right. I mean, you know, Chen is right. He's a very... He's a Chinese double agent, you know. He's spying on Canada, which we don't like, but he also tells us what's going on, which we do like. And and we're like, why, Chen? Because he's like, you be diagonal. You're different. You seem to not have a rock anybody. You hate everybody. China respect that. See, diagonal and China see eye to eye. China hates everybody. We hate everybody. And we respectfully are like, are, are, you know, we appreciate the hatred of everyone else. We're like, they're all so fucking stupid. And China's like, damn. We got on their radar when I, I wouldn't use TikTok, is what it was. Hey, not to take TikTok. Oh. Set up a meeting. <laughs> so now we have Chen. <clears throat> Chen's our, our Chinese, uh, communist Chinese ambassador. You'll let us know what's going on. Chen says uh, it's not going to work out. We, she wants to be a little boy. She won't do this and act like a boy. We'd send her home like a boy. She's going to get a swirly and she's going to get a, uh, they're going to wedge her and she's going to get pink bellied. <laughs> Man on the mountain says, I bet they all gathered in room 303, uh, Watching Ragecast on the big screen, wondering what the fuck to do now. Who do we throw under the bus? I don't know if, if Constable Desjardins is still watching or not, but I'm telling you. If they'd ever watched any episode before, I hope it's this one. I hope it's this one. 
This was just for them. I know somebody is. I'm pretty sure. Because I still got cases up in there. They would love to catch me do anything. I'm sure someone is being paid to not miss a second. Some poor soul, you know. Down in the fucking sixth floor. <laughs> by themselves. They're like Milton in the office. Excuse me. Isn't there something else I can be doing? <laughs> there's real, there's there's, there's real c criminals outside. I could I could probably catch them. I could probably catch other criminals outside. It's a lot of very lonely down here. Well, it's very stupid. It's a, it's not real. It's not real. I'm a I'm a police officer. I I'm real. This is dumb. <laughs> I'm going to burn it down. Milton's going to freak. Matthew Desjardins is going to crack. I'm trying to keep him alive. I'm trying to keep him sane. All right. That's why I'm talking directly to him. Just hang in there, man. <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't. I can't imagine it. And how many times did we joke? Like, imagine there's some cop being paid. Yes. Literally. Yes. His name is Matthew. I have his phone number. <laughs> Some of them had like their office line numbers on there, their email addresses. and I mean, because journalists may want to ask questions, you know, and that's how FOI pops work. It's public information that the public pays for and the public's entitled to know. Now the public knows. Isn't that great? That's a good thing we have. It's a good thing we still have that. Uh, Richard Biddy's, wait. Com Kansovcom. What is going on here? For some reason, my email was on one of the distribution lists for the RCMP IMV information about the Agalon. What is the special forces doing this information? I'm not allowed to tell you. Are you kidding? If there is, send me that screenshot. I didn't even really go through them. <laughs> I mean, not to the extent that uh, you know the lawyers and stuff did, but I mean, I went through some you know a lot of interesting parts anyway. I didn't notice. I didn't catch that. I don't know if anybody mentioned that to me. I might have missed that. I wouldn't surprise me. That would make if there was like a, there would be there would be a go between between Kansovcom um, because they have a defense uh, a domestic uh, terror mandate for JTF two, so JTF two may have gotten a briefing on me. I don't know. Um, outrageous. Uh, Glisherful says, "How many mental breaks do you think you've caused over at CSIS and the RCMP?" Um, I think it's 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 less than twenty, but it's double digits. So somewhere between ten and nineteen. Ten and nineteen. Uh, there was actually a murder suicide uh, a few weeks ago. You remember that? <laughs> what was the scenario? <laughs> I can't remember the guy's names. This was like a month ago. One of these side tangent, you know. It's like a sketch that exists for ten minutes and then it never exists again. Everyone remember forgot what it was. Remember there was a guy that was cheating on the other guy's wife and. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, there's been damage done, is what I'm saying. Um, I made that part up, but it was just simply a stand-in for what I know is probably actually happening at CSIS for real. Richard Payne says, Office Space will always be the best movie to watch after a shitty day of work. It is a great movie. That's one of those ones that you always enjoy, you know. Uh, Canadian Spawn says, Conspiracy Time. Mexico <laughs> brought out aliens to distract the absolute retardation that is Canada. Dusted the old E.T. statue off thinking no one would notice. It does look very odd. I saw those pictures. I'm like, I, don't, I honestly don't even care. I think I put it in the thing at the bottom. Like, everyone is so done with bullshit that no one has the time for it anymore. We're all just, like, pissed off. People are angry. Yeah, yeah, no shit. 
And Mexico is like, hey, hey senor, hello, we have an alien, man. And I'm like, I don't care. I literally don't care. I scrolled right past it. I didn't even look at it. What if it's real? I hope it is. I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's honestly my answer. That's not cool. Mexico put a lot of work into this. I don't care. I don't care. I'm, de I'm too demoralized. <laughs> Bro, there's meme there's they're gonna bomb memes up here, all right? They're gonna start shooting at, at clouds and imagination land, and it's like uh, aliens are the least of our worries. We've got lots worse to worry about. Um uh, Salty Rob says I caught today's live discussing uh Kurt. Coincidentally, I have to go to Drumheller next Tuesday. Anyone need to send him a dag flag? It would be cool to fly one near his school. I don't think that's necessary, but uh, you know. I can think of an expose. Maybe some people might be interested to read if they have some free time in between classes, you know? Um, okay, we don't want aliens. Well, I mean, we, we do want aliens. I just, you know. I'm going to need them to literally land here and come into my house and be like, and sit down, and, like with a coffee. Not like a weird, like, I hallucinated that. It was a dream. It's like, no, this has to be very formal. They have to be like, all right, and they have a briefcase with shit in it and, like, you know, receipts, and it's like, oh, like, they have to make a whole afternoon of this. This can't be just a one in and out. So these aliens are going to have to get serious or they're going to have to fuck off because I'm getting tired of it. Uh, GB Max says, thanks for playing the game. Here's your two gallons of Truni yogurt as a last meal. That's horrible. And a paper straw. Ugh. Why are you getting so specific? We don't know whether it's a top or bottom. Meal. Fuck you. Gross. <laughs> that was uncalled for. Gross. Gross. Gro I'm still gross. I feel gross. Still. About it all, you know? The aliens were discovered during the India moon landing. <laughs> yeah, were they? I wouldn't be surprised. Where did you find this? I found it when I was shitting on the moon. Yeah, you probably were. Oh, Lord. And Powell says, but wait, there's more! New Zealand elects... Nuni Manuni, Nanea, I don't know, as foreign affairs minister, she then jumps on live national TV and starts romanticizing China by speaking in mysticism, like a children's book about how the fucking Chinese dragon is the Maori mythical creature. To oh my god, yeah, right. They totally bought her. Like this is the this is the problem when people, um, when your when your nationalistic identity erodes to such a degree that you no longer understand that you are a separate people. Like, that's, that's important for your fucking safety. So you understand that the Chinese and you, you're not the same. Okay? They're different. They're the Chinese and we're not the Chinese. Right? We're the Australians and they're Chinese. And if they start trying to, <laughs> like, they will take advantage of you. They are not your tribe. They're not your people. If they start moving in they, and you let them take advantage of you and take your shit, they will. And they're getting very powerful and very strong. And they're sending your government officials back to you. Like, ooh, and, and they're in a lot of countries, hey? They've got an awful lot of sway and a lot of power in Canada. Apparently, there's some uh, house. Is it in Ontario? What was that address? It's got like a dozen Chinese shell companies registered to this one domestic residential address in a high-end place in Ontario. Richmond Hill, I think, or Richmond, Ontario. I would show you if I remembered where I saw it, but I, you know, didn't save it. <laughs> I think it was on, I don't know, where was this? One of the guys found it. Somebody was talking about it, but 
you know, and and numbered corporations too. And it, it was like the Youth Federation of Ding Bong TT and stuff like this. And it was like one two three nine nine six five four seven seven corporation based out of Xinjiang, China. And there's like twelve of them. And you're like, Oof. and it's just a house with a garage with a three car garage. You're like, <laughs> one of the guys was like. I don't know what's going on in there, but somebody start taking pictures of license plates going in and out of there. Or if no one ever does go in and out of there, someone go in there. I mean, that's a no-brainer. You want to let's let's start rebuilding the Canadian intelligence community. This is the dude. I'm the fucking bridge builder today. Just call me Bob the Builder, bitch. Billy Bob the Bigot Bridge gonna build it back better with Bob the Bigot Bridge Builder, bitch. <laughs> Why is he so aggressive about it? Because I live in a world of pain you created, and it's the only way I can compensate. I need to cope somehow. You want a fucking intelligence target? I just gave you one. That is like an obvious... If I was living... If someone ran that across my desk, I'd be like, whoa, good work. Where'd you find this? And nobody knows who any of these people are. Who are these companies? Who are these corporations? Find out where these are and where this is and put surveillance on this place, for starters. Try and find out where these bank accounts are attached to. Who owns all this shit? Like, that's that's just you doing your job, right? I'm being persecuted! I'm just checking things out. And if you're like, actually, it's a legitimate thing. There's two Chinese families that live there. They're very rich, and they have several businesses that they operate out of Ontario, and these are all registered. Oh, okay, well, fair enough. My bad. Just checking, because you know how it looks. You know, it's my job. When I see something sketchy, I check it out. And if there's nothing to report, I go, oh, never mind. It's, it's good to go, because that's literally my job. It's not to just decide... Everything is scary and, and, you know, send the horses. <laughs> that's, that's retarded, okay? But I, I would suggest that, uh, you know, here at the Dagalon, this is, this, is this is the six eyes. The six eyes can see you. The six eyes of Dagalon Intelligence are having a brief. We're briefing you right now, the Canadian fucking eyes closed division of a threat that exists inside your borders. There are apparently very high-end wealthy residences registering, you know, very large numbers of Chinese-based uh, businesses. Some of them don't even have names, just numbers. Right there, smack dab in the middle of Ontario, way deep buried in the trees with a three-car garage. Strange. I don't know what that's about. I can only, you know, I, I can, I'm not saying there's anything nefarious going on, but that's where I would start looking if I was looking for anything nefarious. Seems to me that... You know, that's not a normal situation. That's that's an atypical, you know, outlier as far as living situations go, is what I'm trying to say. And maybe considering they're based in communist China, with which this government is deeply entangled, I may look into that property were I in charge of CSIS. But alas, I am not a homosexual, so I can never be in charge of CSIS. So I don't know. I guess we're going to just have to deal with this, guys. We'll have to deal with it ourselves. I don't know. They make you take the rainbow seat. It's a seat with a rainbow dildo in it, and you have to sit on it, if you know what I mean, to work there. It's like a it's a requirement. They're trying to be diverse and inclusive and, and like just so you know how I feel. Like all of that shit. That's that's what's going on in there. They wear high heels, you know. Oh boy. Uh Bruce Fensky, human trafficking. Nice to see you. Says, remember the time during the convoy? That instead of looking for missing children and RCMP had me reading tweets, podcasts, and Facebook posts. Diagalon remembers. Yeah, that's that's off. That's off. 
You know, I would want my human trafficking cops to be focused entirely on human trafficking all the time and not at all wasting any moment worrying about what truck drivers are doing. I feel like that's a that's a really crazy waste of resources and time and and probably, you know, definitely impedes any investigations that were happening and potentially, you know, the lives of those people that you could have, you know, saved, but. There was honking. I understand. There was honking you had to deal with. Jen Steen says the aliens don't even want to work with the loons. See, I don't know what the aliens want. All right. Are we all, we all caught up now? Spawn says Mars attack situation is the only way I'll believe they're real. Well, they may try that. They may try the blue beam thing. Just hold hold your breath. Synthomask, the aliens were discovered during the... All right, I got you. All right. All right. That only took two hours to, you know, settle down. Now that I've settled down... Now that Rachel stopped crying, now that Kurt stopped crying, and they stopped crying to each other in their DMs all day, <laughs> be a slut, be whatever, just do whatever you want. I am an award-winning role model. Let's see. Let's look at some things on the internet. Speaking of childish nonsense, uh, this struck me when I was reading one of these uh, chats from Jacob earlier. This is these are adult teachers, and and I think the United States, but it could be Canada. Uh, yeah, no, it says Virginia. There's a sticker in the classroom that says something about Virginia, so I'm going to assume it's Virginia. It's not anything on its own, but it's again another milestone, a roadway marker, or a sign on a path to hell that you're headed in the right direction if your intention is to go to hell this is what's happening and and these are like uh school teachers in virginia not children but this is a room full of 30 and 50 year old women Whoa! Yeah! Look at that! I caught him in the matrix. I caught him in the act. This guy. Okay, this teacher's on meth. Is this the principal? Jesus Christ! I almost broke that drum. It's for kids. Jesus, dude. I feel like they're they're probably practicing this song for the kids or something, but like. It's disturbing, you know, to see how infant, like, you know, childishly, everything's, everyone has to feel nice all the time, every day. That's not real life, and this kind of coddling attitude has created way more problems than it's solved. In case you haven't noticed, everything is uh, much worse. COVID is back. If you didn't know, now you know. It's not over! Well, that means Rachel's two or three boosters late. I think she should be on number six or seven by now. Because experts are expecting a surge. There's a surge coming, you guys. A powerful surge from the from the nether regions below the belt. A surge is coming. Oh, I was going somewhere with this. 
Where is it? Yes, and and there needs to be. Uh, <laughs> this was yesterday. This wasn't or two days ago. Well, not yesterday. This wasn't like two years ago. It was yesterday. Individuals who are five years of age and older should receive one dose of the vaccine, regardless of their COVID nineteen vaccination history. And children between six months and four years of age should receive two doses if they have not previously been vaccinated with the COVID-19 vaccine. And if they have been previously vaccinated with one or more doses, they should receive a single dose. Individuals who are five years of age and older. So we're do really, uh, I feel like very few people are going to do that. And uh, there is a reason for that. This is the, uh, Governor of New York talking about uh, getting shot. You got to get your shots this fall, and here's why. Tell everybody, don't rely on the fact that you had a vaccine in the past. It will not help you this time around. Oh, okay. It's, so so the pandemic's not over, and you, you don't, you don't want to miss the vaccine because it's going to save you because just like the last one didn't or something. So we're doing this again, and she says, it's literally, literally, it's a new vaccine, not a booster shot. It's a new vaccine designed to attack the new variants. Okay, so it's just the never-ending grift. This is a new vaccine to match the circulating strains. She has no idea what she's talking about. It doesn't matter if you've already been vaccinated. Take no comfort in that. Thank you for getting vaccinated in the past, but it's not protecting you anymore. It's not protecting the bottom lines of the profits of the companies of Pfizer and Moderna and so on. They're down. What are they down? Thirty percent or forty percent? They need to make more money forever, guys. It's never going to stop until they get stopped. Um, you know, and I was joking about this, but you know, Philip, uh, you know, we laugh. You laugh at Philip's prophecies, didn't you? Um, but did you also know that the world is doing things like this? And has yearned to destroy the sun. I will do the next best thing. Block it out. Good. God. Okay, it wouldn't be quite as evil as Mr. Burns, but scientists say blocking... This is this is uh, Rachel's counterpart at CBC News, Ashley Frazier, who's... She's doing news TikToks with Simpsons clips to explain advanced scientific concepts of geothermal engineering in, in less than two minutes. So I'm sure this is going to be a comprehensive, definitely well thought out and understood, totally reliable, nothing, you know, it, you'll get it immediately. She's very concise and brilliant. You'll You'll see out some of the sun's rays over time could actually really slow down climate change. Scientists call it geoengineering. It's the idea that we could literally change the earth to hold off the effects of global warming until we cut out our carbon pollution. It's changing things like the air, the color of the clouds, and the oceans. Picture this, a special aircraft soars into the stratosphere, 20 kilometers or so above ground. That's well above a commercial aircraft. And it sprays tiny particles of sulfur or some other substance into the air. Tens of thousands of tons just to start and then it keeps going for decades according to scientists studying this the particles sprayed into the <sighs> stratosphere would reflect the sunlight and dim the sun by about one to two percent and that's a small enough change that it wouldn't actually block out the sun and we wouldn't likely notice but it could have a big impact on on your lungs cooling the planet down over a few years. However, there are concerns that it could change rain- Your lungs? 
pollination patterns, the strength of UV rays, and vegetation growth. And then, of course, if the process was your lungs stopped, there could be a huge spike in temperature. Okay, let's take a look at the clouds and make them brighter. This can be done with massive boats in the ocean. They spray tiny particles of seawater that evaporate. If you're just listening to this, understand that there are childlike cartoons of boats just shooting mist into nothing. To, you know, so the viewer understands the science behind this genius. Right. Those particles leave behind salt crystals, which makes the clouds more dense and creates condensation. The more condensation and density, the brighter the cloud. This bounces more of the sun's energy away from the earth and cools the water. The idea was trialed in 2021 in Australia over the Great Barrier Reef, and it was effective in reflecting the sun's rays. But to have an impact, it would take an estimated 10,000 ships using renewable energy. And there are concerns that dimming the sun in this way could change rainfall patterns Your lungs! and cause droughts or floods. So we've looked at what we can do in the sky, but what about on Earth? This proposal involves the Arctic and making the sea ice whiter, coating it with small, super reflect- You want to make the ice whiter? Did you say you wanted to make the ice whiter? You've got my attention glass beads. With those beads, the ice is able to reflect more of the sun's energy up into the sky rather than absorbing the light and melting. Okay, I can't. This is. Anybody that thinks these are like feasible, this is going to work. You're an idiot. You're an absolute moron. And number two, has it. Oh, we're just going to dump tens of thousands of tons of sulfur into the air for decades. Is it going to stay up there? Are you going to breathe that in? Is any of it going to fall to the surface and end up in the rain and all over the fucking food and the animals and the oceans? That might destroy the place. I mean, I don't know. Sulfur's not exactly. Are you trying to recreate the atmosphere of hell itself where we live inside an infernal, you know, thermal, sulfury thunderdome of, of death and bloodshed and child sacrifice? Is that what we're doing? I don't know. I'm feeling, I, I don't know. Alex Jones might have something to say about this one, and I don't know if he's wrong. I'm leaning that way. Philip did say something about the sky going dark. I don't know. Please, God, no. <laughs> Yay, hell! Right, we're just going to have an atmosphere of sulfur and darkness. It's only 1% to 2% dark. Oh, is this the science we're trusting? Oh, I like the science trusting people. Like, safe and effective, remember that? Oh, yes, you can trust me. Oh, did I say 1% to 2% darker? I meant perpetual darkness and all death, total death. <laughs> Whoops. You can trust them. You can trust the science guys. Uh, RL says, I heard you say a while ago you were looking for new music. Not really. I just, it's hard to find new music. He said, it would be epic if you started the Friday stream of the song Heterosexual Man by the Odds. I know that song. I'm a heterosexual man. Catchy tune that would never get recorded today. And they're Canadian. I know. Fuck the feds. Keep doing what you're doing. We love it. Thank you, man. Uh, Jacob says, there's more. It can never end. The, the plight of the Australians is endless. During a recent Australian Senate hearing between federal police... Deputy Commissioner Ian McCartney spoke on growing concerns on Chinese police operating in Australia despite countless warnings, including 60 minutes. They're unable to find a physical police station. The issue will be monitored. <laughs> you know what? They can't seem to find the police stations in Canada either. 
Do you know what I would call? Let's just pretend Diagonal's a real place. We have our own continent in in between Atlant- in the Atlantic Ocean. It's the size of Florida, and it's shaped that way because we want it to look like a like a slash, and it kind of looks like a dick. So it, it works on a lot of different levels, and it's in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, and that's where we live. If if we had like operatives that I was doing like basically black ops and real sketchy shit in your country, for whatever reason. Uh, they would be that that I would call them police state because I wouldn't register with them. You, I wouldn't tell you they were there because they're there to do sketchy shit. I'm not gonna be like, hey, he's these are my friends. They're gonna come live in your in Toronto and they're gonna steal from people. They're gonna intimidate people. They're gonna rob things. They're gonna set up like racketeering operations. They're gonna do all kinds of you know subversive stuff. So just just letting you know, and that's their police station. Okay. No, that's a cope. They're like, oh, these are Chinese are law enforcement. Daisy, is that what's going on, Chen? Oh, Chinese police making sure everybody follows and follows Xi Jinping. No, those are just government thugs. Those are just state operatives operating abroad aggressively inside the borders of another nation. And that should be halted immediately and considered an act of war, potentially. That's how it used to be. And that's how I would interpret it, which is why I wouldn't do that to somebody's country unless I was planning to really fuck them over and risk getting caught like that. And it's like, what are they going to do about it? Fuck them. So that that shows you what the level of respect the Chinese have for your country when they're willing to do that to you. And again, uh, the Chinese, it's nothing personal. It's not like, we just really hate Australia. It's like, we can get away with it. So we do. It's your weakness that permitted us to take advantage of you. We have outsmarted you. Therefore, we deserve to rule over you. This is how they think, and they're not wrong. They are correct. Just saying. That's how things work. But no, there's no respect and diversity. and t- They don't care about any of that shit. You're the world you created and lived in. Nobody came with you. The rest of the planet is still living in the old way where people were not retarded and you're just absolutely blown. Please do this war with the Russians and just let them finish you off. Like, you're insane. We don't even have a military anymore, man. The Chinese, those Russians and Chinese are getting stronger every day. And we're fucking worried about which bathrooms the fucking transsexuals are going to go to in the military when they're done their critical race theory uh, briefings about how much they should hate themselves. Fucking preferred uh, course loading and training and posting based on race now. Extra points. Are you getting guys getting extra points on your PERs because you're fucking identify as a BIPOC? Like, that's what I was told. Is that true? I don't know. Wouldn't shock me considering everything else I've seen. I never thought I'd see the day where I'd see a lieutenant colonel or a general end an email with he, him. But I did. So. Hellbilly Deluxe is Snowpiercer incoming. I Oh, God. I want to get on the snow piercer. App reception says I can't see anything wrong with dumping pollution directly into the stratosphere to wait and see if it was a good idea or a catastrophic mistake. I, right, like like doing invasive, you know, permanent surgery to your genitals. That kind of decision that's permanent and forever. Right, like dumping. They are nuts. They are insane. And that's your that's your duty, guys. That's another thing I will boldly and proudly say for the rest of my life, going to my grave knowing that I'm correct. These people are not sane. They're insane people. And no amount of gaslighting is going to change that. They're not going to make me bend and conform. I know you be. Dude, you don't understand. No, you don't fucking understand. These people are insane. And the results 
you know, and again, I'm not a Christian. I don't identify as one, but I'm friends with a lot of them. And I really, I respect their, their faith and their commitment to it and everything. And, you know, I, I like the whole thing. And I've read their book. I had, didn't have a lot to do in jail. And one of the things that it said, and there's a lot of really wise teachings in that book, however, anyway, and uh, take it for what it's worth. You know, I think if you haven't read it, I think you should just because you'll have a better understanding of the world that you're in and the worldview that certain other people are coming from. Anyway, one of the things it says in there is uh, you'll know them by the fruits of their tree, you know, the fruits of their labor. It's like, what kind of tree is this? Well, how do you know what kind of tree it is? You'll know what kind of tree it is when it bears fruit. What is the fruit of this tree? What is the fruit of their tree? The fruit of their tree is death, war, poverty, violence, and suffering. What kind of tree is that? And that tree is telling me that I am I'm the bad one. I'm an extremist. I'm, a, I'm the poison. I need to be dealt with. It's hate. The poison tree of death, suffering, ruin, misery, war, and famine, and all that. It's, t- it's telling you that I'm, I'm terrible. We're terrible. The Canadian people are terrible. The trucker convoy is terrible. Why were you all labeled racist, bigots, Nazis, Islamophobes, and everything else in between? Do you know the real answer? It was because of this. It was because of these papers. You can go find them and look them up yourself, and you will see that that is the reason they hand it up and put on a table. They tried to shine it up, this paper mache monster. They put up a paper mache childlike monster, a hand puppet with a light behind it. Ooh, look scary. And they fucking ran with it and they used it and they put people in jail because of it and men are still in jail because of it and nobody is willing to call them on it at least not yet but i feel like that day is getting very very close think whatever you want about me but i did and we did what we had to do to bring this here for you to look at right now so you can see the truth about where you live It had to come to this. Nobody was listening. Sharon Donner says, I think you'd like some tunes from the terrific soundtrack of Sons of Anarchy. I was a guilty pleasure. The end of that show got so over the top and ridiculous, but yeah, I, I watched it like everybody else. Really think it suits your channel. Yeah, there's a couple good ones in there. The heavy metal hurts your old ears. This music's from your heyday. This is straight out of 1983. When was this? Kill them all. What year was that released? Nailed it, 83. Can you hear the hooves? Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Jenstein says your uh, talent is putting everything into a nutshell. This community needs you, sir. You kick ass. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I, I need you guys, man. I need We all need each other is what it comes down to. We all fit somewhere, and we all have something to do and a place to be, and we're all in the right one, I think, a lot of us right now. And it's, uh, you know, everything just seems to kind of work out. <laughs> <laughs> Phillip's curse, dude. He's got power. I'm telling you. I'm just, I'm not in charge. I'm just here. I'm a passenger. No one believes me. It's going to end like an Outer Limits episode. I'll be dead and buried someday, and the Rage Cast will somehow still continue, and it'll just be like the Outer Limits music. <laughs> you know? That is, that is really going to get bad. This Is this a replay? What is this? He's talking about his own funeral. I was there! This isn't possible! Unless... No, that was, that was a bit. I mean, it was a, it was a figurine. It fucking literally levitates into the screen. I'm just dead-faced like a puppet. I'm not even moving, I'm just dead. I have assumed total control. I like this new human form. <laughs> no! <laughs> it can't happen. That's why I can never die. So, that's what's at stake, everybody. I'm just letting you know. Uh, Levine Show says, uh, NCI press conference tomorrow. Thank you for reminding me of that. Uh, should be big news. Chet and I will be streaming it live at 9 a.m. or, uh, Mountain, 1130 Eastern. Speaking of, there is a great website that I missed, or I think, whatever it was. It's called theylied.ca. Speaking of liars. This is an easy one to remember, and an easy one, and an interesting one. They lied. They lied about what? You can write this on chalk everywhere. You can sticker this everywhere. You can spam this everywhere. People are going to want to click it and want to look at it and understand. I did. I'm like, what is it about? It goes right to the National Citizens Inquiry, and look at all of the information and video clips you can clink and link and hear about here that the government's not going to tell you about and doesn't want to know about. They don't want you to know about it. They're hiding all of this stuff. They lied.ca. Here's the proof. Here it is. We're going to bring it home. They're not going to bring this home. Nobody wants to bring this home. Let's take a look at Canada's news media through experiences of veteran employees and their testimony under oath at the National Citizen Inquiry. They lied. They know it. There is evidence. Spam it everywhere, all over the fucking country, all the time. There's no excuse not to. I should have put it in the ticker in the thing, and I didn't. But uh, I don't have any excuse. And, I, you know, <laughs> I'm making up for it by telling you about it. So that's my excuse. So there is one excuse, and I've already used it. Now, you don't have any excuses. I've used up all of the excuses. Now, none of you have an excuse. You have to tell. I've told all of you, so that means all of you have to tell at least 2,600 people. And then we'll all be even. And they all have to tell 2,600 people, and so on. And if everyone does that... Which they won't. <laughs> but everyone should try. Uh, Chelsea says, I swear the Italians did this before. It was called the Mafia, not the Italian police station. <laughs> exactly! 
<laughs> That's exactly what it is. Oh my god, I just love that I get to do this all the time. It's my new favorite. Um, it's Phil's favorite. He's he's really into this one. You know? Alright, so here's what we're gonna fucking do. We're just gonna dress in suits and uh, we'll look real nice. You know, kind of act respectable, but obviously we're gonna be kind of thugs. And, um, you know... We'll try and pay people off and, uh, you know, make connections, blackmail, that kind of thing. That doesn't work. I always just call them. Thinking about calling it like a, uh, I don't know, mafia. No. Don't call it a mafia. You call it a mafia. Folks, images, ideas, minds of people, criminality. I want to call it something good, reassuring even. I got it. What did you get? What is it? To so call it, call it a police station. No, I'm not a gangster. I'm a cop from another country. I, I get. Is it cool or does that work? Does that work for you? It does. Hilarious. Let me go back to my criminal underworld. Thank you. Oh, what's that? What's all this? I'm just funneling money back to fucking back to the families in Italy. That's all. That's uh, it's part of the it's, 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 it's cop stuff. Don't worry about it. You don't gotta worry about that. It's cop. It's police. Policeman. Fuck off. Yeah, no. It's just they're just Chinese police in a different country for some reason doing Chinese police things here in Toronto because it, it, Toronto is China, I guess, or something. Don't worry. Fucking why are you racist anyway? How dare you accuse China doing anything? There's a there's a giant eye. They call it the round eye, at the Chinese intelligence facility. It's just a giant like, uh, probably about as big as that wood pile. It's on the wall. It's like an it's an eye, with its lids closed. A big like mechanical eye. It's like a giant doll's eye. And the and and their DefCon is when it's like fully open. Is DefCon Zero? Round eye have open eye. That's when they figured it out. And then it's you know it's go time, and we're kind of measuring it by like. Ooh, sleepiness levels, and they kind of like that's how the Chinese are doing it. They, I say they still sleepy, can still get away with lots of stealing, <laughs> stealing. Ooh. You stay asleep, stay asleep, round eye. <sighs> They're taking advantage of us. I mean, <laughs> it's obvious. All right, I gotta fucking get through. I want to talk about a couple other things before I. I didn't talk about anything tonight. I just fucked around, as I usually do. I think that's all I do, isn't it? I think so. Some, how did this? How did this become a national security? My fuck. Uh, urge to boog. <laughs> I haven't said that in forever. There, give that. There you go. Get throw throw Kurt a bone. He needs something. 
This me I've referenced this to the ADL Hate Network, and that is the reference to this. And this me all the numbers between one and nine hundred are all hate. <sighs> You're so tired. You're so lame. You're so boring and stupid. Jacob says, "Isn't it weird that uh, Jeremy CA or Canada gets a police station, Australia gets one, New, New Zealand, UK, Harold come out and say that?" Australian Secret Intelligence Bureau. ACES? No shit. Ace. We have CSIS and you have ACES. Hilarious. Uh, had announced that... Which one came first? Who ripped off who? They announced that they estimated upwards of over a million Chinese spies operating inside Australia and its crucial infrastructures. Well. I had my... This is a funny story. My, uh, my kid's mom, when we first started dating, she had a friend. Uh, they came. They came to this party together where we met, and uh, there was a Chinese girl with her, and uh, she was just there, drunk and you know doing shooters and fucking dress slutty, you know whatever. Um, but later, I can't remember. I ran into her somewhere, and I was like, I think I saw your friend. Like, oh yeah, she works at the bank. So she worked at a bank. I'm like, whatever. This is like CIBC downtown. And then I went to go look for a loan to buy my first house in 2012. And there she was again at a totally different bank in another management position and not a bank that, w- I mean, this was like Scotiabank now, like, but you were just, and now you're, and then I asked, we had talked to you. I was like, well, hey, is your friend, uh, she's still, no, no, she works at uh, RBC now. Oh, she works at a third bank. She has a managerial job at a third bank, a Chinese national who barely speaks English is just taking turns at managing all of the banks. Are, is she? And I would make all these jokes, but I'm like, I'm half serious. I feel like there's something weird going on with this chick. I think she's copy-pasting and sending things places that they probably shouldn't be. And no one's even entertaining. Like, no one even believes that's possible, so they're taking full advantage. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I think your friend was a Chinese spy. That's what I think. Yeah, that's what I think. What are you going to do about it? What are you trying to say? I'm a Chinese spy. Yeah, that's right. I didn't get a Chinese spy. So what? Still going to hell. Um, <laughs> Ginger Snaps says, fun fact, when sulfur reacts with water and ambient temperature and pressure produces hydrogen sulfide and sulfuric acid, these people are crazy. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Sulfur with ambient temperature uh, water. So just any water, just regular, it would, could produce... Oh, that's good. Pilot Mike says, can't wait for Khan to be run over by the Canadian security apparatus. So satisfying to watch. There's, dude, how do you continue and carry on with your credibility this this torched? Like, in public. This was a public execution. That's why I put it in public for everyone to see. And they've been downloaded thousands of times. Those files have been downloaded thousands of times already. The original post on Twitter from Karima is like a quarter mil. It's out. No, it's out there now. It's too late. That's a big hole in the boat. Uh, he says, uh, thank you and everyone in this community for their steel resolve. Yeah, you're all a bunch of murderous. Good thing they kept you safe. They kept Canada safe from the, the honking. Uh, Jacob says, three Chinese warships make surprise entrance into Sydney. Uh, this happened in 2019. The PM at the time dishevelledly said he knew prior for a people with such small dicks, they display such big dick energy. (laughs) 
They know what they're doing, man. I know what I can see what they're I see their attitude. I see how they, you know. That's why somebody like Trump is who you would need to deal with guys like that. You know, you need somebody that understands people like that to, you know, otherwise they're going to take advantage of you. Um, all right, we all caught up. Oh, no, I'm not. Mosey says, this joke is closer to reality than people realize. Why was the FBI agent happy after the visiting the glory hole? The glory hole. Because he received an anonymous tip. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Thank you for your work. Thank you very much. All right. What else is going on? All right. There's a yeah something we wanted. Uh, there's something that needs to... I don't like it when people you know take shots at people around me either. Where is this stupid fucking story at? Yeah, here it is. And, uh, you know, especially when it's bullshit, when it's clearly bullshit, which it often is, which is why several people are being sued now. It's just get. I'm going to go broke from suing the amount of people that I'm going... It, it shouldn't be like this. This is why we can't have nice things, though. And people got to learn, I guess. So it's... Yeah, I'm just... I'm going literally going after everybody. I don't care. I'll, bl I'll blow it all. It doesn't matter. And then, uh, you know, old somebody... Tony, Kurt, whatever, Anya, whatever you're, whatever you're going with, took some shots and fucking Tofu Pete, fucking you leave Tofu Pete alone because he was talking about the, uh, you know, the replacement, a conspiracy theory he called it. It's a conspiracy theory. It's a just a, it's a conspiracy theory that there's any kind of mass migration happening uh, to intentionally disrupt and displace the native populations of the Western countries and you know bring them to heel and collapse them. That's crazy. That's nonsense. Well, you know. Pete's response here. I get you're frantic about legal proceedings and frustrated about a cartoon goat drinking your milkshake. Don't lie. It's not a theory. See below. My current position is that we've moved on to off-white replacement. <laughs> and then he, he plays this quote, this clip. One of them is Barbara Spector, a former American who made Aliyah and then 10 years ago, with the help of the government of Sweden, set up a non-denominational... The government of Sweden. Interesting. The, no, the government of Sweden helped this, okay. Institute of Jewish Learning with the Greek name of Paideia here in Stockholm. She believes the current wave of anti-Semitism in Sweden will pass and that Jews have an important role to play in a country undergoing profound change. I think there's a resurgence of anti-Semitism because at this point in time, Europe has not yet learned how to be multicultural. And I think we're going to be part of the throes of that of that transformation, which must take place. Europe is not going to be the monolithic uh, uh, societies that they once were in the last century. Jews are going to be at the center of that. It's a huge transformation for Europe to make. They are now going into a multicultural mode, and Jews will be resented because of our leading role. But without that leading role and without that transformation, Europe will not survive. Paideia. I see. I'm sure that's probably what Kurt was talking about. It's it's all just loose talk and conspiracy, baseless conspiracy theories, except for that. Except for Barbara there. And, you know, it's for the best. You know it's for the best. Where the hell is this stupid? Because it's produced nothing. Again, you know the fruits. You know the tree by the fruits that it produces, right? And multiculturalism 
And mass migration, and you know, it has done nothing but improve our lives, and it has been our strength, and has been a strength of you know people for a long time. So I was like, you know what? I think I've I've seen a lot of the strength. Have you seen a lot of the strength and the food, guys? Remember the spices and the foods and everything. So I was like, you know what? You know, I, I it's a nuanced thing. It's very subtle. You know, it's hard for people to grasp. So I thought, you know what? Who else, you know who else is you know good at this? Fairy fairies has a lot. You know follows a lot of this kind of the developments, especially in, in Europe as well. So I was like, could you just get like a quick, you know, just a montage of how well it's going? And uh, he's like, yeah, here, no problem. This is just the last two months. This is, you know, this is how it's going in Europe. And uh, we decided to use this, this song as a, as a salute to Derek, who did Do this already. Do not judge people by what they look like. Don't decide. I see. Get to know what's there inside. Do not judge. Switzerland, oh, okay. People by what they look like. Close your eyes. Open up your mind to be kind. None of this is happening. Kurt's right. We're all liars. I don't think the borders are open enough. It doesn't mean that we use names based on it at Everybody! All. Do not judge people by what they look like. Don't decide. Get to know what's there inside. Do not judge people by what they look like. It's going well. Sometimes we're full of smiles and sometimes we wear frowns. There's probably people listening to the audio and can't see. I know there is. And they're like, I wonder what it is. Is it a montage of savage violence all over Europe? Yes, it is. Exactly that. You know, because Europeans have to embrace this change. Like motherfucker, you'll be racist, and we'll turn up your goddamn bank account. Don't do it. We'll kill your family. Put you in jail for a hundred years. Hate speech bills. Don't do it. We'll kill your kids. You're a bigot. This is just the last two months. This is just lately. It was always like this. Oh, yeah. Yay! It was always like that. This is just part of that's Sweden's rich history of diversity. It's always been like this. I don't know why you guys are acting like this is new. I don't know why you're not like it was always like this. Remember the great race riots of World War II in Sweden? And in the 1970s, how Eritreans just went in a fucking giant hack and slash festival in downtown Calgary like they do every year in the 70s, like that always used to happen? You remember? 
oh, well, you know, I just, you know. So, to be fair, Pete was clearly wrong. Pete was clearly wrong. There's nothing going on. It's crazy. You can trust anti-hate. They're not, they're not liars, you guys. They're trying to keep you safe from dangerous people. Uh, Jenstein says, do cameo until you meet it. I'm not nearly famous enough to do cameo at all. Um, but you never know. Somebody put, I'm not, <laughs> that's so sad. It's like you're slutting yourself out. It's like, I'll, I'll do a fucking video chat message for 20 bucks. I'm really into meth. You guys <laughs> like, are you famous? Why are you taking time out of your day to do video chat messages for like, honestly, like 200 bucks is not a lot of money. When, I mean, to you, it shouldn't be. To you, I don't know. Are you this hard up? Are you doing this all day? Like, is this your? Is this what you do now? Oh no! You know, like the people on there. Some of them are just like sad, so sad. Cameo can't afford me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Chelsea says new movement. Hear me out. Anti-Caucasianism. Well, there is some of that going on. They call it anti-whiteism, but that is a version of the same. Yeah, it's the same thing. Alex Wood says, congratulations. Our plan to make everyone think Tagalon was a joke to hide the Tagalon is real worked. Now that everyone thinks it's a joke, we can really start the diagonalization of Canada. Is he lying? Is this just a multi-phased plan? Did they fall directly into our trap? We don't know. No one's going to know because it's the age of chaos and the, and the Lord, you know, Gregorian Lord Philip has decreed, you know, he's telling us we've got signs. We've got a tesseract. We have a mission now. We have a cult now. They're already tweeting about it. There's already a thread. So, you know, it's going to be a whole day. There's screenshots. There's, you know, clips. There's 20 second clips. There's cute clips. There's, you know, snarky comments. It's all there. It's a damning Damning rebuttal. It's just, I don't know if I can compete with these people, man. Their intellect is just too, it's too powerful. Uh, thank you very much uh, from thus always to Tyrant says, fuck YouTube or F-U-Y-T. I suppose that's what he means. Well, wait for my 30% return. Also, F you again into eternity. Your fault. <laughs> 30% return. I don't know what's going on with that. Somebody told me, is that is that a rumble thing? Are they taking like a r outrageous portion of money now? Because they didn't used to, but I've heard somebody told me something. I apologize. I, I have so many people tell me things, and, and and it's not your fault. It's my fault because I do too much on the internet with phones and computer, and I'm talking to too many people, and it's like uh, I I lose a lot of it, and I forget who said what and when I heard it and where, and it's like it's I mean I'm in the matrix literally a lot of the time. I'm just like whoa, you know, all the time. I'm. But not in a good, cool Keanu Reeves way. More like a deranged, you know, oh, mental hospital kind of way. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, I got a couple more here on uh, Odyssey. It says, White Cake says, I'm new here. I'm from southern BC. Live next to the warmest tree-lined lake in Canada. Cool. I've traveled the world, but I still have my home more than anywhere on earth. It pains me greatly to see my country destroyed in front of my eyes in my lifetime. I'm also 38. Love your work. Thanks. I'm 37. But yeah, I, I get you. It's uh, it's crazy to see. And, and in like the prime of your life, too. At, at this age, it's like, it's literally our responsibility to fight back. You're like the prime-aged men in the country that's under attack and you're like somebody should do something and you're like oh right that's me i'm supposed to do something fuck i don't have the excuse i'm not 60 i'm not 80 i'm not you know 10 right right there in the middle it's like well you know 
go or not. Uh, he also says your episodes on Red Ice are, for, are fantastic. We expect to see a collaboration with Devin Stack. I've talked to Devin before. Oh, this was you. I mentioned the idea on his stream. He says you two know each other. Yeah, I've talked to him a couple of times. Uh, not lately, but I keep. I don't know how to get a hold of him. I think he's got a different phone now. Um, I don't know. He's a. He's hard to like. He's a. He's an enigma. <laughs> he's a faceless man that lives in a bunker, literally. And uh, yeah, he's a. Uh, yeah, he's he's funny. He does a lot. He's a smart guy as well. And uh, Red Ice, yeah, great. I love those people. Uh, probably soon. I just talked to uh, Henrik yesterday, the day before, and he asked me, you yeah, will probably come back. So I'll probably be uh, talk to them again shortly or soon. And uh, yeah, some other ones on Friday, I think Viva Fry and, and whoever else, you know, feels like, you know, there was, uh, who was the other one? Wiretap Media with somebody else that was trying to get a hold of me. That's what I, that's what I mean. He's like, here's my number. And I'm like vaguely remember it like a dream. Like, I feel like somebody told me to do something a signal a phone number where was that where did i and then i have to like scope through my memories and it's like terminator like like which app did i see this on was it instagram was it was it where was it was it twitter no was it telegram then some most they're all blue i can't (laughs) and then as you're doing this you see new messages and then you go off on a whole other side quest like what was i here for why did what's happening am i wearing pants okay i'm wearing pants i'm doing better than rachel it gets you know I'm trying. This is a whole new age of I can't keep up with this. It's like running full hill down a ve- fu- running full speed down a very steep grade hill, and you're like, I'm not sure if I'm running or falling at this point. I, it's hard to say, but uh, you know, it's it's going along. Jensen says awesome stream tonight. Thank you very much, sir. I'm gonna you know pack it in here in a second. Um, yeah, no, Colette, I've never talked to. Devin is Dagalon's bee provider. <laughs> is he into the bees too? I hope so. He tried to get me onto the ham radio stuff. I would. I just, I man, it's been crazy. The last two years has been absolutely off the wall. Since I came back here from Saskatchewan, it has been nonstop, full-blown, full retard ever since. Like, just absolutely insane. Oh, I don't know. Hopefully, well, we're getting somewhere. <laughs> That's fine. I'm used to it. I was born in the chaos molded by it. I'm deleting these photos off my desktop. I do not want... I mean, Rachel's been on my desktop too much. She'd probably want to be on my desk, you know, and I don't want that either. So I, I, she's close enough. It's too... Just get it out. Get it out of here! Flush it down the toilet. Act like the piece of shit you are and flush yourself down the toilet. <laughs> that is so mature. Well, Stone Cold Steve is mature enough for Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, what about that? He gives people stunners. Um... Uh, Levine says I'll do live with you Friday if you have time. Oh, we'll see. I don't. I'm already tired of it. I didn't even want to do this tonight. Mama Bear Shannon says you need a vacation. Uh, season four. We're getting close. We're getting close. I think uh, Morgan's on her way. We'll be here soon. Uh, bite my tongue. Why? What did I say? What happened? What did I do? Am I going to jail again? Fuck. Somebody said to bite my. I don't know. That's all right. I've 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 done that already. You know. He's whatever. It's easier. Once you've already been to jail, it's not you know. I've a couple of times now, so it's like I know the I know the drill. I can literally go get taken to jail and be like, yeah, I know, I know the drill. Yeah, turn around, I know. Get in the machine. Yeah. <laughs> they fucking scan you to make sure you don't have shit up your ass. It's crazy, and I'm like, is this radioactive and safe? And the guy behind the computer literally goes like this. That's <laughs> like cool. Cool. You stand in this thing and it scans you. And I was like, is this like safe to do? Like, is this like an x-ray? Like, where does this rank on the... And he's just like... 
<laughs> Do you even know how to use this thing? I don't. Is this even on? What even is this? Is this fake? Is this Chinese? Is this just blowing hot air and doing nothing and cost us $25 million and you're just looking at a screen screensaver? Oh, I don't know anymore. No, I put nothing past this place. Anything's possible. Oh, right. Do I want to look at any more of this crap or should we just get the fuck out of here? We got to get out of here soon. Yeah, war is coming. That's good. Yeah, fuck CNN. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, this is pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, we already did a montage, you get the point, but uh, yeah, there's just gangs of men attacking people all over the, all over Europe uh, every day, all the time, uh, because that's what happens when you dump millions and millions and millions of foreign men into your country with you basically a license to do whatever they want. Uh, that's what happens. That's what you get. All right. But this is, uh, this is pretty wild. <laughs> this came out today. Um, that Enrique Tario, the guy who was sentenced to 22 years in prison for being in charge of the Proud Boys, but not there in or around, even in Washington, it was even in the state. Regardless, they gave him 22 years because holy shit. He refused to name the people who prosecutors said allegedly connected him to Trump. They wanted to use him to get Trump and he refused. That's why he's doing 22 years. That's pretty, that's pretty hardcore. Enrique Tario claimed federal prosecutors tried to coerce him into implicating former, and again, this is just what he alleges, who knows, into implicating uh, President Trump in the riot. Last week, uh, Judge Timothy Kelly sentenced Tario to a record high 22 years in prison, despite not being in Washington on January 6th. He said, I don't know what instructions I would give somebody at that point. I'm not speaking. I have no function. So there was no communication, Tario said in a phone interview with the Washington Post. He revealed that federal prosecutors tried to coerce him. Uh, I was looking, he says, and seeing what the plea offer would look like, right? Tario told the Post, they didn't want to give me a number. I need a number. To me, the most important thing is when I get home to my family. As the Post reported, instead, Tario uh, asked him what role President Trump played in getting the Proud Boys to attack the Capitol. He said the prosecutors accompanied by FBI agents in the Miami jail, where Tario was being held at the time, showed him messages that he exchanged with a second person who in turn was connected to a third person who was connected to Trump. So anti-hate. This person texted that person who was in a picture with that person once, so therefore the fourth person's guilty. Really? Is this the whole, is this James Top telephone again? James Top, who appeared on a far-right extremist podcast, who then walked next to this guy. That means the concern, that means PP is a terrorist! That's what they did here, and that's what it sounds like they're doing there, so it sounds like situation no change uh, as far as that kind of stuff is concerned. Sounds like we have a lot of the uh, same kinds of problems going on. Larry! You said I could! Fuck. Larry's my Mossad bird. Keeps It's basically a threat. I was mail I was sent this in the mail as a threat. And it, you know, it's clear it says made in made, you know. Has the Mossad shield on the bottom. <laughs> He said, uh, what else did he say? He said some stuff. Tario said he told the investigators he didn't know the third person. He refused to name the people who prosecutors said allegedly connected him to Trump. They weren't trying to get the truth, he said. They were trying to coerce me into signing something that's not true. There was never an open-ended question after federal prosecutors tried to implicate Trump. He also, oh, Jesus. 
During his sentencing hearing, Judge Kelly called him the ultimate leader, the ultimate person who organized, who was motivated by revolutionary zeal. They also gave Owen Schroyer 60 days, not because he did anything wrong. He didn't commit any crimes. He actually told people to not commit crimes. He was there telling them not to do X, Y, Z. But they said, well, it's because you had people fired up, though. You're, the things you were saying about the Constitution and shit got people motivated. And, and then they, with that energy, went on and did this. So, therefore, it's your fault. Even though what you said wasn't illegal... Like, that's fucking crazy. And that's what they try to attribute to me. In Can- and this is why the Canadian situation is interesting uh, for the Americans, because they, they tried the same playbook here, but they missed. They shot their shot, but they missed. They didn't hit anything. And now they, they've got no, uh, what are they going to stand on? They thought they had the smoking gun. And they were like, oh, got him now. Good enough. And, and they thought they really did. Didn't you? Oh, where is it? bad guys i thought i had this saved up and i don't oh i'm terrible at my own job (laughs) whatever maybe i'll just get this one it's all good i feel like um that's probably part of the mental like struggle to imagine think imagine being in their position where they've got you know They've got their way out of this crisis. The convoy's all done. We got people fucking locked up. We got bank accounts frozen. We got char- dude. We got all these people charged and locked. It's oh oh yeah. We fucking got a grip on this shit now. And just slowly, over the months, it weakens and erodes, and it still looks pretty good. But okay, there may be some issues. There may be some flaws. There may be, but that doesn't mean that doesn't change the overall. And then it shifts some more, and then it erodes some more, and now what was a firm death grip, what appeared to be a death grip, starts to just be a grip, and not necessarily the right one. And then it erodes even further, and starts to appear that this grip that you thought you had is now starting to look like uh, the opposite. It's it's starting to look like a a serious blunder. And now, uh, we, we didn't really plan for this. I don't think anybody... Did anybody pack a parachute? Does anybody know how to build a life raft? Does anybody have a plan B? What's your plan B? That's what I'm really waiting to see now. Because I hope you have one. Because if you don't, I'm going to say that's curtains. Because, um... Like, everybody knows now. The cat's out of the bag. Every, like the people know. And if you try to push this kind of lunacy-like zealotry, dedication to just the woke agenda must be preserved, the bigots must be destroyed, in the face of obvious uh, evidence to the contrary, your grip will not survive. It will be taken from you. It will be ruthlessly taken from you, and you will be punished severely. And um, so that would be a terrible mistake, which ends in your doom. 
Likewise, uh, you could try to just passively massage this, but that all you can really do is slow down, barely maybe. It's like throwing chairs and shopping carts in the way of Freddy Krueger as he chases you through a supermarket. It's really not, it, it, I mean, it's an effort, it's something, maybe he trips, but really at the end of the day, uh, this both, eventually this ends the same way sooner or later, no matter which way, no matter what you do, no matter what you do, no matter what door you try to pull, no matter what parachute, ripcord, trap door, back up, ace in the hole, whatever the fuck you think it is, it's not going to be enough. And no matter what it is, it ends the same way regardless. That has got to be a stressful way to live. I've been having dreams about falling in love. Oh well. So real, but nobody is here when I Maybe you should tweet about it. Do you know my Why don't you call up Liz and you guys can tweet about it? You can tweet about being the reason the biggest national security intelligence failure in the country's history was because of you. And everyone's going to come looking for you. Tweet about it. Did we do it? Is it over? Are we good? Did I miss anything? I don't know. I, I didn't really cover much. It's all pretty bad. It's all stuff you know about. I mean, it's all good shit out there, guys. Don't worry about it. I don't care what it is. I'll, I'll win. That's all I know. I don't care what it's gonna I don't care what happens. We win no matter what happens. I don't care. You, these fuckers, you know? You could never dream to have the kind of will that it takes to be people like us. You can't even pretend. You have no idea what you're dealing with. You fucking really kicked over the wrong nest. It's nature, isn't it? You can go around your whole life being a bully, but once in a while, sooner or later... Old champ meet new champ, you know what I mean? Sooner or later, you're gonna fuck with the wrong one! See you around.
Do they have to stay here? Always? No, it is cool. I did. I mean, I don't. It's yeah. The Gregorian chanting is fine. And I just like, how long does this go on for, though, Phil? I can't sleep with this. Do they do this? When do they sleep? When do they do anything? I'm supposed to sleep to this? I didn't agree to this. What if I have to make phone calls? People are going to ask questions. They're going to think I'm in some weird temple in the mountains trying to worship some kind of... Well, that wouldn't be far off. I know you're going to bring the... All the things are going to start levitating and everything. Just promise me... Just tell me ahead of time... So I, I have, I'm able to mentally prepare myself for the supernatural feats of horror you're about to unleash. Just don't do them in front of me. Give me like a five minute head start, just so I'm, I can like do some deep breathing and, you know, tensing and untensing muscles in my body. You know, I have a psychological process. I just, will you do that for me at least? Well, because that one time you turned the guy inside out in front of me and didn't warn me. That, yeah, that was disturbing, obviously. Fuck. Just tell them to wrap it up soon. I'm going to bed. Christ. 